Welcome to the World of Koth Players Podcast, where we discuss old-school role-playing from the player's perspective. I'm Legitimate Mustard. What follows is a live-recorded playtest of a home-brewed first-edition module. We're testing the module to determine whether or not it's useful, complete, and fun before it's distributed so that others can experience old-school role-playing. Our players are distributed across multiple time zones, so we meet up using the Discord app for audio chat and private player-to-player or player-to-DM messaging. We use Roll20 for character sheets, dice rolling, and maps. If you'd like to learn more about the game setting, custom house rules, or our characters, our DM has published a ton of stuff on World Anvil. It's under The World of Koth. That's K-O-T-H. Okay, welcome everyone to the fourth session of the Live Play Podcast. This is the module playtest of Into the Badlands. My name is GM Trigvi, and I am joined with... I am Legitimate Mustard. I am playing Udo. I'm Asachidora, and I navigate the Halfling Neris. I'm Cognac, and I play Rollin, the Elf Magic User Cleric. And I play the druid Arya. I'm exploding kitten. I play Gora. I I play Gregora. And I am Davos the. Oh, I'm Kel Ronan, and I play Davos the self-absorbed, uh, self-righteous cleric of Vith. And Kel Ronan, I do believe that you have personified Davos. So well done. Anyway, so just can, giving a brief sort of summary of the last session. You guys stayed behind to help some commoners. The orcs that plagued them the first time came back and attacked you all. You managed to defeat the orcs with minimal casualties. Some of you were hurt, but none of you very badly. Udo, in particular, got behind enemy lines and did some significant damage, as did Arya. Uh, all of you actually performed incredibly well. Only one commoner was killed. The rest were all saved. In the aftermath of that battle, you agreed to rest and heal up after moving north to a crossroads area. Um, the commoners plan to go west back to North Frontier Farms, since their carts were all destroyed and their cargo was all pillaged. All of the orcs were killed, and you've agreed to uh, stay the night, protect them for the evening, and then Elora Dane, the, the druid, although you all think she's a Cleric of Frey, she is going to be escorting them back to the west while you guys proceed north to the abandoned farmhouse where the Knights of the Silver Scales told you to go and, and rest up and then proceed north from there. You all have directions from Sir Donovan and you're now about one day behind where you wanted to be in regards to moving north to pursue the assassins. So really quick, session one resulted in 42 experience points each. Session two, 34. Session three, the battle is 400. Your total XP per character is 476 plus your 10% bonus if you qualify for it. Uh, this doesn't seem like much, but so far there's been a lot of role play and I do award XP for that. And the battles haven't been too difficult yet. Uh, the orcs, for example, were not all that tough opponents given your level. But that is 476 per character. Don't forget to divide those into your multi-classes if you have several, and add your 10% bonus to that total if you qualify for it. I have also posted that into chat right now. Any questions before we proceed? 
Okay, I'm seeing a lot of shaking heads, so we're going to keep going. So after the day of the evening of rest, the commoners take their turns at watch, but neither Davos nor Gregora really want to allow them to be responsible for the protection of the camp at night. So both of them take a watch with the commoners. Six hours each, you rest 12 hours with the commoners, providing some first aid, some additional assistance, and, and their wounded are, are further cared for. Elora, with the commoners, leaves the camp early in the morning, driving them at a quick pace to the west. And she says to you, Arya, that if you decide to come to the Druid Conclave on your uh, your quest to get to the Badlands and find these assassins, she has promised to speak to them on your behalf and have them aid the party if they can. The Druids, as you know, Arya, have been investigating the Badlands and to try and find a way to reduce or roll back the corruption. So they may have paths into where you need to get to or where you need to go that are unknown to others, and the druids could be a viable resource for you. At that point, you all break camp and you are prepared to head north. I assume everyone's going to memorize their spells, everyone is going to pray for their divine spells, do uh, basic armor maintenance. We won't worry about that for now. However, as you prepare to move north, the rains start. It's a light drizzle at first, and many of you are relieved to no longer be on horseback. Some of you are still saddle sore and you relish the chance to stretch your legs, you feel good about helping the commoners, and you are confident that Elora, the cleric of Frey, that you met will see them safely home. To the east, a broken road uh, appears a little farther down the road from where you camped that leads to the northern border town of Liat. This is a town you're familiar with. Uh, a couple of you have been there before, but it's obviously not on your way, and it would be four days to the east, so you're going to be bypassing it. North is a simple two-track road, barely visible in the grass and dirt. The path is, this is the path that Sir, da Sir Donovan indicated was the way to take you to the farmhouse. And while the pace north is slower without the horses, um, the rain makes it even worse. And pretty soon you're, you're basically walking through um, mud and mixed with grass and much of the area now begins gets bogged down with water and almost becomes swampy. The rain begins to drop, fall a lot harder as the sun sets, and uh, at least one of you is forced to light a torch so you can actually see and make your way north. There is complete and total cloud cover. You do not see the moon. You do not see the stars. In fact, you're pretty sure that the moon is just a sliver at this point and wouldn't offer much light anyway. Which of you is going to light a torch or some kind of light source for the party? Davos asks if if we can have uh, those who can see in the dark actually take watch in front and back and guide us um, so that we can walk still I, in the I dark can, without I can, having I can go front if you'd like. I, I, can do a, I can be in the front. You did so well last time, didn't you? I'm very good. Aye, but now he's not drunk, is he? I'll do it. Okay, I'm, I'm still not this. playing tag along. Well, okay, good. Devos, please please post in chat the party marching order as you see fit to order the, order it, since you're making the request. Although I'll caution you, yes, they can certainly lead, but it's dark enough that it would be difficult for you to see them, and the road is not 
all that safe. There are roots, there are puddles of water, rocks to stumble upon. Without some kind of life source, it will slow you down quite a bit. And trying to move north at any kind of pace would be dangerous. And you'd risk sprained ankles, falling down, and so forth. I, if we all hold hands and only inch forward, we don't need a torch. You're right, Davos. Uh, no, that'd be slow. That'd be slow going. Maybe we could sing songs, too, while we go. Arya, <laughs> would you mind lighting the torch? I'm pretty sure it's whistle while you work, not whistle while you walk. What was that, Arya? We couldn't hear you. Yes, I can light a torch. Okay. Arya, you do not have a torch, I don't think. I don't have a torch. But if somebody gives me a torch, I can light it. I might have a... might have a lantern. I, I don't I don't Udo, have torches. You, you do not. Can you scout ahead at least I, 60 I can, paces in I, front of us? Yeah, I can scout ahead. 60 paces right away. 60 paces. Yep. Keep us keep a, keep ahead and uh, Wait, you, his you pace or your pace? Yeah, whose pace is? I have tiny tiny legs, very small. Oh, our my pace. Oh, that's ooh, that's uh, here, let's measure. Ooh, two so, and a half. Wow. <laughs> Aria Look on line 33 on your character sheet. You don't have a torch, but you do have that. Under equipment. So what is that? Is that uh, 60 and that's, that's 120? About, so. That's about 5 feet. Wait, his feet or your feet? <laughs> this is confusing. Just 120 feet ahead of us. A bow shot, right? A bow shot, okay. A bow shot, yes. 120 feet? Wait, one of those repeatedly firing things like Grigora has, or oh what am my I goodness, we just uh, just a standard bow shot. Come on now. I last time we didn't do what Davos says. He cut out on the wine rations, so I want to make sure we're doing everything proper square from the start. A long bow shot or a short bow shot? Listen here. What I'm... do you mean short bow? <laughs> well, exactly. Long and short bow. I and there's tall people and short people. The arrow still hurts, don't it? I happen to have this lovely jar of um, glowing moss. Um, and I pull it out. Will this suffice, Davos? Oh, it's too bright. Well, it's the, so bright. Oh, my eyes. Oh. It's actually not bright at all. It's dark at the moment. It is for me. I'm being dramatic, okay? It, it, it's dark for everyone, as a matter of fact. It only glows when you do something, Arya. I have a bright idea, but I can't see any better. I can't tell what you're pulling out anyway. It kind of just looks like moss. I let Adia talk. Sometimes she can make moss do things, right, Adia? Hmm. I seem to need to go over here and and fix this. Please excuse me. So, I'm going to go somewhere else. (laughs) Alright, you go off the path a little bit away from the group, about 10-20 feet. They can't see you, it's dark out. Um, you then fix the moss, I assume? Roland. Alright, so for I for mean. the listeners, not for the party, describe what you're doing, Arya. Well, um, what I'm going to do is I am going to prick my finger, my little pinky finger, and I'm going to drop some blood on this moss and watch it glow. So the moment you drop a little bit of blood on the moss, the, the moss begins to glow. You are forced to add a significant amount of blood to the moss to make it glow enough to be 
bright and usable. We will assume that you are doing slashing your hand. You will bleed one hit point of damage into the blood moss, and as the blood moss is fed, it begins to give off a reddish-blue glow. It seems to cycle between red and blue as it consumes the blood, uh, giving off sort of shades of red-blue and sometimes even purple. And you come back to the party with your, your hand bound in a small bandage, uh, which you have plenty of in your, in your pack, and this jar of glowing moss, and the moss is indeed glowing. Wow, that's pretty neat. All right, I'm off to do some scouting. Uh, follow the muddy root road, follow the muddy root road, follow, 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 and he takes off, and he's, he's very happy, he's doing something, he's helping. This is, this is wonderful. Okay, and I need to see the party order typed in chat, Davos, just so I have it. You proceed north along the cart path. Udo is 120 feet, roughly a bow shot, in front of the group. Um, you can hear him singing. He is in front of the group, but he's not being very cautious, and certainly everyone probably in about a half-mile radius can probably hear him singing. He's singing how loud? Loud enough to be heard, I assume, Udo? As I leave the group... I am, but once I get out a okay. little ways away, I quiet down and begin actually scouting quietly. Okay, very good. So uh, you quiet down once you get some distance from the group. Uh, the ground here for several hours moving north is very, very wet. Uh, it is now quite late at night, and none of this area offers a, a proper place to camp, so you push on through the mud. Uh, several hours later, you estimate it's probably past midnight at this point, uh, you see a silhouette of an, an old farmhouse off in the distance. It's illuminated only by occasional flashes of lightning. The farmhouse gives off no heat, so your heat vision, Udo, did not detect it. But the air smells wet with decay as you approach, and the broken structure uh, gets larger as you move forward, and you can see that it's pretty badly damaged. In the dim light, with the occasional flashes of lightning, you can see that the roof is intact, which means the interior is mostly dry. The rain is falling hard now, and you are all soaking wet. Hopefully, it'll offer some shelter from the storm. Okay, I go back. I tell Davos. To drop. I, I tell Davos that this but, is there, and then I I tell him I, I I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll peek in the windows real quick and make sure uh, there's nothing uh, 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 n- 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 nefarious here before 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 I go before we go in, going in there. I, you know, I think that's not the, the, for the best. Thank you. Use the same discretion that you used when taking out that uh, cleric. Not the singing? The the same discretion? Should I use spells? Well, no. Perhaps a little bit less protection for you. Understood. understood. Would Fog help in the Doc Davos? I don't think it would help particularly. Can you see through Fog? No, no one can see through Fog. It's very, it's very thick. It's like, it's like soup. It's like a, it's like a pea soup. I think we should save that for if there actually is anybody inside. Ah, right. Yes. Okay. And he runs off and he goes to uh, to check very carefully to see if there's any um, any traps around the the building, any any um, uh, fires, any lit lamps, anything like that um, from that he can see from a distance. And then he, as he and then he, can, he moves in closer once he's um, kind of determined that. Davos whispers to Neris, is there is there anybody behind us at this time? I, Adi, and Rollin are behind you. 
Well, not behind me, behind you, Neris. Neris turns and looks into the darkness to see if she can see anything, even though she's within eyeshot of the glowing moss as Davos did not tell her to stay behind and watch. Putting the glowing moss to your back, it does not seem to impact your improvision very much at all, and you are able to see behind you. You see the footsteps of your group walking through the mud, although that fades pretty quickly as the mud cools off from the rain. Like I said, the temperature is dropping. You see no evidence of any kind of heat sources behind you at all. Uh, the ground is a little warmer than the air, so you can differentiate between the ground and the air, but everything else looks pretty typical and normal. I nothing Udo. that I can see, Davos. Udo, as you move north to the farmhouse, you scout around it. Do me a favor and make me a, a trap, detect trap roll, please, and a d6 roll. And just for your information, what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a d6, a one, two, or a three. I will take your roll, a four, five, or a six. I will invert it, so you will not know whether or not you succeed. I will keep it random. Okay, very good. As you move around the farmhouse, you can tell that the farmhouse has clearly been abandoned for some time. One entire wall is missing on one side, and the roof sags down and looks ready to collapse. The timbers supporting it remain relatively strong, by all accounts, uh, but the damage to the wall and the overall structure means it'll likely fall apart in a few years. Uh, this house was a segmented house plus barn. It is likely this family lived with their livestock, and that meant they were very, very poor. It was built on dirt above bedrock, and the years of rain have washed the dirt away. The front of the farmhouse, there's a small bog that swells up and swamps up the Karth path due to the heavy rains. It is very, very dark and difficult to see. Every once in a while, flashes of lightning kind of blind you a little bit, and you have to reset your infravision. But you manage to move around the farmhouse carefully. You see no evidence that anybody's been here for some time. It looks relatively abandoned. There are no heat sources in the farmhouse. Everything is pretty cool and pretty cold. Um, as with Neris, you can detect the ambient temperature of the ground versus the air, and you can see that the structure of the building gets cooler as you get higher off the ground, and you can make out the walls and the roof with your infravision, and you can make out patches of the roof where it's rotting, and there's a little bit of heat as a result. So, but you detect nothing out of the ordinary. I, I go inside and okay. kind of look around. Inside is some refuse. There are ev evidence of old camps that have been here. People who have passed through have likely used this as a stopping point before, um, but nothing looks recent. Um, there's some garbage, some some what look to be chicken bones, and some, some tossed away cloth. There's a pile of rags rotting in the corner and some additional debris from the walls. There is a fireplace, but the fireplace is in such bad repair, nobody bothers to use it. They just light a campfire close to the fallen down wall. And it looks like because this place is pretty in pretty bad shape, the wind moves through here with enough force to pull the smoke away. Okay, I go back and report. It sounds like it is what we were expecting it to be. Somewhat worn down, but at least there's nobody inside. It Come was dry me. inside. It was very dry inside. Oh, yes. Very dry, very dry. Uh, good place to for us to kind of dry out and um, uh, improve our spirits, maybe. Yes, I think we should. I think we should move in and, and settle down for the night. At least until morning, but we should get an early start. 
Um, yep, yep. Is it about... It should be... Probably at least... Is there any kind of hour system? Or anything like that? Standard clock. The calendar is different, as you know, but standard okay. clock. And you, you'd guess it's probably either at midnight or somewhat past midnight. It's difficult to know how long you've been uh, walking through the mud. It's been a miserable journey to get here. Yeah, I think we should stay here for at most eight hours. Just uh, long enough for uh, each of us to get six hours of sleep with a two-hour watch. Agreed. I will take the. F- I should take the first watch. I'll take. Can second. you even see in the dock? Or are you just going to listen real good, Grigora? Listen real good, and I have experience of watching with the silver scales. All of them are um, humans. DM with the glowing moss. Elves yes, only right. sleep. Elves only sleep four hours or meditate, right? So I can take two Correct. watches. You can. You can simply meditate for, for four hours undisturbed. Uh, you do this in sort of a waking state, and then you would be able to watch as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll take the first sleep. I'm with you, Yudo. <laughs> okay, so you're all in the farmhouse. You all fit without issue. Bloodbeak is... Um, a little antsy. It's, he's clearly hungry. All of you are quite hungry. You've been you've been walking most of the day, and while you've taken a little bit of water, you haven't stopped for food. Describe to me how you're setting up camp inside the farmhouse and what you're doing before you rest. Is there not a whole wall missing? There is. Would you like to see it? I would like to somehow block it and obfuscate our uh, prone bodies from that uh, missing area but I'm not sure what we have in the house to work with. Describe to me what you guys can see in Roll20 right now. Are you able to see the map? Yep, we can see a muddy cart path, I think. Or maybe mm. that's the inside of a house. It looks like a... It looks like it looks a corner? Like a little corner, yeah. I see some broken... Maybe some debris on the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can see what I can see. Very good. Um, I'm going to assume that you have um, put some oil in the two lanterns that were left into the house, one here and one here, so you can at least have some light in the farmhouse so you guys can see. Um, so describe to me what you're doing to set up camp in this house. What are you What are you doing before you go to sleep? Devos thinks that we should set up our uh, set up a fire to draw out the water in our clothes and dry off a bit so that the next day isn't quite as miserable, and we can walk for longer without having to take breaks. Are there any old furniture refuse, anything unburnt that we could potentially set up as some form to barricade ourselves from the open gap, not necessarily to stop a living creature, but block line of sight, even though we have two lit lanterns? You could move some of the debris and refuse, but some of it's holding up the remains of the walls and roof. You would risk having the structure collapse. There is a small pile of wood. It looks like twigs and other deadfall that were collected and thrown in here, probably by another traveler. That would enable you to make a small campfire. And then if somebody else was, or someone was to go out and grab larger bits of wood, even wet, the campfire would probably be hot enough from the small bits of wood in here burning to dry out that wood and let it. So tomorrow I will learn continual light. Um, 
And I think that would help us if we were hiking and needed light, right? Yeah. It would. Okay. Just remember, whatever you cast it on is going to glow forever until a Dispel Magic spell is cast. Or you cancel it with a Continual Darkness spell, if you have that. So well, I, I would need that... to... Yeah, I thought that you could just tell it Continual Light to turn off, but then you'd have to recast it. Nope. No, I don't believe you can. Oh. You have to um... Dispel it. Wow. Do I know Dispel? I'm gonna see... It's the opposite. I think. Oh. Can we make okay. another glowing runny? Yeah. Can make another glowing yeah. runny. So I can now, just that's a reference uh, to a different character, but I can just learn it twice, and that would be sufficient, and that would let me do the opposite. I think so. So con- continual light cannot be reversed as a spell. No. Okay, so I would need dispel magic, is what you're saying. I don't know if I know that. According to what I'm reading here, yes. Hi, but if you just cast it on something small, you just put it in the ground, then I reckon it's not going to show through the mud and dirt. Or even a sufficiently thick sack or bag. Oh, wait, I have a continual light stone. Oh, I'm sorry. Put it up your nose. The cleric version is reversible in the player's handbook. The mage one is not, which doesn't make any sense. So I'm going to rule that they're both reversible. What is this continual light stone that I have? That's already a stone that has continual light. Oh! That's so handy. <laughs> Great. Okay. It's sealed in a thick felt pouch. Okay. All right. So I have the arcane continual light. It says that it's negated by continual darkness or dispel magic. Yep. But the cleric, uh, the cleric version of which you can also memorize and cast as a cleric, I think. Uh, it's a third level cleric spell. Maybe you can't, but. Anyway, no. that that is reversible. So I'm going to say that the arcane version is also reversible. So do I need to learn it twice? Then it it takes two spell slots. Well, if you wanted to memorize it and then reverse it, then yes, you would need to memorize it twice. I have Although, my stone, so I won't need. You to already have your stone, so I wouldn't worry about that, right? Okay. So cricket, are you back on your speakerphone? Can you hear me? You're very faint. You'll need to up the game. In the meantime, I say we set up watch um, facing the wall that has been uh, opened and broken down. Okay, are you setting a campfire? Are you having a campfire to dry your clothes? Davos thinks it's a good idea. He's asking, Arya, as someone who's been in the wilds more than I have, how would you set up the fire and... and, uh, It generally would scare off creatures of the chaos and darkness, yes? Uh, Yes, well, um, I had intended to um, do some work with uh, Bloodbeak here, but um, I will definitely take care of the uh, fire if if that's what you desire. Well, you can can instruct us and we can take care of it. Tell me what to do, Arya, and I can help out. Arya, do me a favor and just make me a quick wisdom roll. Okay, thank you. Ten. You're well under your wisdom. You instruct Neris on what to do. Neris, you grab up some of the wood inside here and bits of, of debris that have already fallen down from the house. Stuff that's dry, it's under the roof and can light up easily. Using Arya's flint and tinder, you strike a fire and the fire begins to burn. Arya, 
explains to you that this won't last for very long and someone needs to go out and gather more firewood. It'll be wet, but these small bits are going to burn quickly because they're dry and they're going to burn hot because they're dry and getting some additional wood on top of this will dry it out and allow it to burn as well. Neris is going to take off her elven chain mail, leaving it by the fire to be both lighter and keep it from getting further muddier and wet than it needs to be and ask anyone in the group if they want to go out and help her gather some more kindling and wood. I'll, 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 go, I'll go get some. I'll go get some 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 wood. I, I would I could do that. I can see in the dark. I will get some wood. I'm on my way. I'll get the wood. Okay. So Neris and Udo are going to go gather up some firewood. Yep. Okay. Neris, you've taken off your armor and you're you're propping it up by the fire to dry. The gambeson underneath the chain is quite wet and soaked through. Um, I assume you're leaving your clothing on. Uh, your clothing's also quite wet. Your travel cloak is not. It's um, oiled against the elements and it, the water kind of just falls off of it. But the rain was so hard and at some points even moving sideways, the rest of you got soaked. In fact, all of you are soaked through and through. You can even, you feel water in your boots as you walk. After gathering wood and getting a good enough fire set up that uh, Adia's content with it, Neris is going to end up sleeping in her traveling cloak and leaving the rest of her clothes to dry. Because I'm not walking in soggy boots through a swamp uphill both ways. You oh. notice that Arya is a little damp and wet like the rest of you, but her boots remain dry. Uh, most of her clothing is is damp, but not soaked through. Somehow she managed to avoid the vast majority of the of the rain that came down. Oh, she's working with Bloodbeak next to the fire, but um, clearly she's not in as as awful a place as the rest of you. Those are fancy strange. boots. Fancy boots. Fancy boots. I like them. I like them. I like them. Those are fancy boots. Nice and dry. Nice and dry. Probably because she's thin as a twig. Rain just goes around her. Oh, could be, could be. But I'm very small as well. Does the rain miss me? Why? So Neris and Udo, you're going out. Neris, you've taken your armor on. Off Udo, are you leaving your armor on or, or to drive by the taking it off rather by the fire? What are you doing? I am keeping my armor on. Uh, it's on all the time until I'm ready to go to sleep. I will not take my armor off okay. until I'm ready to go to sleep. All right. You... Anybody else joining them, or just Neris and Udo? All right, Neris, you also, you, move, you. What's that? Oh, I'm also taking off my armor and um, making okay. sure it gets dry after I take first watch or second watch. Rollin will go with them. Okay, so Rollin is going out. Um, Let's see. Udo is going out, and Neris is going out. Rollin, Udo, and Neris, I've moved your characters. Can you all see? I can see me, but I can't see anything else. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see do... the fire. Yes. Can you see now? I can. Oh, wait, where are we? Oh, okay, there we right. are. All right. So you are off to the east of the house. You are over in this area here, and you are gathering bits of firewood. 
Okay. All right, you should all be able to see that. Okay, you can turn your characters wherever you want. That's fine. All right, so you're over there. There's not much near the house. It looks like this place has been picked pretty clean, but you can head a little farther away from the house and you can get um, more firewood. Okay. Um, what is everybody who remains inside? So, Aria, you're next to the fire. You're training Bloodbeak. You're sort of uh, getting, keeping warm and drying off. Gregora, is your armor on or off? Are you drying out your clothing or are you keeping watch? What are you doing? I'm keeping watch right now. We're good. Yeah, both so just Gregora, keeping his armor on until later, until after second watch. Gregora, your ability to do blind fighting gives you an advantage when you're at watch. You can at any point in time choose to close your eyes and listen, and I will give you the same level of ability you have in combat when you are blind, listening to the area around you that, where you're watching on sentry, and to give you additional information. Okay? Okay. All right, and Davos, you said you were basically by the fire drying off? Yes. So you watch Arya, and she's attempting to communicate with Bloodbeak. She's patting her thighs, she's pointing at things, she's giving Bloodbeak the remains of a couple of songbirds. Now, at this point, she's lost, she's used all the bits of songbirds, but she's trying to work with the animal, and he looks at her curiously. He's clearly quite hungry and wants to go hunt, but he likes Arya, and he's listening to Arya, and you think it's very strange, Davos, the bond that this cleric of Frey has with Bloodbeak. It's quite impressive. Do all animals listen to you so well? I haven't seen you work with any anything other than a, a few stray cats before, basically, well, when we were in that town a while ago. You know, all of these animals, you know, are are um are afraid and i'm afraid and so we have a a special connection uh fray fray blesses me so that um um i have this special knack i really appreciate it i've never heard of of uh clerics simply being able to call out to something so easily but i suppose there are miracles that allow us to know when someone is lying as well. So perhaps it's similar to that. Well, um, Frey has blessed me with um, this gift all my life, and it seems to somewhat run in my family, so I, I think it's, um... It, it runs in the line. Yes, that's uh, that's interesting. Yes, my mother and my mother before her and her mother before her, we've all had a, a special connection to animals. Uh, so, guys, as you're moving your characters, I'm opening up more of the map. I'm watching you do this, so uh, as you scout around, you'll uh, you'll see more of the map. I apologize. You guys leave me? Where'd you go? They're running around. Lost, they're actually probably not getting firewood. Looks like they're scouting. Oh, I'd be okay. looking for any logs on the ground because so far all I see is mud and more dirt Then I reckon we ain't burning mud and dirt with a simple campfire. Well, I can't find them. <laughs> so I think I've been deserted. Wait, who's this? I don't <laughs> ask who I am. You know any <laughs> other two-foot little uh, warriors running around those mud in the middle of the rain? 
And for the listeners, they're moving their characters around the Roll20 map. They have a limited range where they can see within for vision, so they have to continually refine each other in the darkness. And for the DM, okay. there'd be no twigs or uh, logs out here, as promised. There'd just be more mud. There are, actually. And you do manage to find a few twigs and, and logs. Nothing nothing of any substance, although where Udo is, Udo has found the remains of an old fence um, that was at one point dry wood. The outer edges are all wet now from the rain, but the inner core of the wood would still be dry. My gosh. Cannot find him. He probably up to his neck in mud. So, anyway, back. Everyone stop moving for a second so I can continue the, the narrative here. Back at the camp, uh, Aria has explained to Davos how she's able to train Bloodbeak and she's back training Bloodbeak. Uh, Grigora, you hear something from the west wall. Sounds like maybe rats scurrying. These old abandoned buildings, it's pretty common to have rats, but. Uh, that's all you really hear on watch. You don't see anything happening, although every once in a while, I'm assuming that Udo, Neris, and Rollin are bringing back twigs and logs and, and bits of wood coming back to the um, building, correct? So much. Tons. Aye, that'd be the truth. More than we need. Okay. Is anybody doing anything else? Well, Did um, I find anything that looks like uh, mercury out here? <laughs> no, there's no mercury lying on the ground for you to grab. How about lava stone? You haven't found any lava stone either. Udo, um, since you moved back, go back to where you were just now. I'm going to say you were coming back to the building right there. I'm going to move you right there. Rowan, stay where you are. Neris, you're inside okay. the building. Udo, you see two dark figures. And you see their heat signature. You don't see them so much. At the back west corner of the building, they appear to be attempting to sneak in, trying to stay in the darkness. Do they appear to know that I'm there? Uh, at this point, they do not. Then I sneaky sneak and stabby stab. Okay. Go ahead and move close. I need you to make me a hide in shadows roll. There is some light coming through the um, the building itself. Very, very good roll. As you sneak behind them, one of them turns, doesn't quite face you, and says, now. Immediately you are attacked from behind by two others you did not see, as you were distracted by the two that were at the wall, intending for you to find them. The first one hits you, you react immediately as you take Sixteen points of damage. You spin and you avoid the other um, dark-robed figure, dark cloak figure, 
from stabbing into you. <clears throat> Gregora, you hear someone uh, sort of grunt in pain, and you hear someone um, being attacked just beyond the west wall. Am I seeing this too? No. Although, let me see here. Um, so, based upon... So, yes, you can see uh, a short person. You don't know who it is. It could be Neris, it could be Udo. Um, someone maybe three feet tall, surrounded by <clears throat> four um, other figures. You can't tell at this distance who they are. All you can see is the blurb of, of heat radiation given off by their bodies. They're all next to the west wall. Do me a favor and make me a D6 roll, um, Rowan. Yeah, you didn't hear any sign of an attack. You don't know what's going on. You just see a short person surrounded by four other people. Okay. Did, did Gregor hear anything? Gregor did. As I mentioned, you heard the sounds of some kind of fighting happening. I probably disconnected for that part. Oh, no problem. All right, very good. So we're going to do initiative now. And we discussed this in the podcast. I am not going to do declare actions. Nobody likes it. And honestly, I trust you all not to do any kind of tactical manipulation based on meta knowledge. So no more declare actions. We're just going to do initiative. And we're going to go down in the order of sequence. So I'm going to have Udo roll me a d6, please. Okay, four for the enemy and DM rolls. A two for the party. The party is going first with a two-segment advantage. Udo, you are engaged with four. The two behind you are in melee combat. The two in front of you are clearly advancing to try and finish you off. These, by your estimate, are skilled thieves or possibly assassins. Uh, you were backstabbed and took tremendous damage. They knew exactly where to stab you. Uh, you are in a dire situation here. What are you doing? I cast um, I cast Wall of Fog and I try to break contact. Okay, so Wall of Fog has a casting time of what? One Go ahead segment. and click it on your sheet. Okay, so one segment. That gives you six seconds after you cast it. Uh, go ahead and draw the Wall of Fog for me how you wanted to position it. that show up or describe it or describe it to me no i don't see it oh i, I kind of do okay yeah so I'll, I'll fill that in that's fine so can everybody see this because i only see the circle nope. in the house okay yep you guys can't see it because it's in darkness so okay okay so there's your wall of fog can you see the wall of fog on the uh i can see part of on it the map yep okay very good okay so that's your wall of fog uh, go ahead and make me a D100 roll, please, and a D6 roll. All right. So the Wall of Fog springs up um, almost immediately. You're able to move south along the Wall of Fog, but you aren't able to break contact. You do avoid the two in front of you from being able to attack you, but the two behind you still kind of know where you are. And uh, given they're only 12 seconds behind you, as you move south, um, one of them is able to get an attack off on you. 
Waiting for D20 to roll my dice. One second, everything just minimized on me. Alright. What is your armor class, Udo? It is four. Four. Alright, so the dark robed or dark cloaked figure comes in very quickly and stabs directly for your throat. You manage to move aside just at the last second and you can feel the wind uh, from the blade just passing by you as you uh, move to the south. And you have managed to disengage. Although the assassins are pursuing, um, I'm going to assume you disengage under control, correct? So you're not just fleeing? Yes. So, the other assassin is going to move. He cannot charge you, but he moves to attack. And he also, this assassin basically can help you, are able to see you, and they are moving towards you. The other two are, are moving, they're paralleling you, and you can see this with your heat vision along the wall. They don't know where you are, they know you're somewhere in the fog, and they know that their companions are also in the fog which you can clearly see, but they don't want to risk attacking their own friends, so they are not attacking. Instead, they're just waiting to see what happens with the two that are attacking you. All right, so this is happening outside, and Gregor, you hear this. I'm going to say that... See, everybody make me a D6 roll who... Um, other than Gregora, uh, and we'll see if you guys could, could hear... What about me? So, I would be able to do something, wouldn't I? Yep, so, okay, very good. Yeah, give, make me a d6 roll anyway. Um, oh, DM. It's okay. Killing me. Just don't roll a 5 or a 6. I know what I would do in this good. case. Okay, very good. So, here's what everyone uh, has heard. Neris, you are oblivious to everything that's happening. You don't know what's going on. You hear some stuff, but Stupid the soggy logs. fire and soggy logs, and you know, you're, you're throwing soggy logs in the fire, and you don't seem to be too, too worried about it. You don't really hear what's going on outside. Uh, Davos, same for you. Your your armor's off. You're sitting by the fire. You're chilled to the bone. Um, you're just trying to get uh, get warm. Uh, no, my armor's not off yet. I was waiting. Until oh, that's right. I your armor's not off. But that's right. That's right. Your armor's not off yet. I thought you took your armor off. Not no, you until after my shift. Not until after my shift. All right. Watch. We'll we'll wreck on that. That's fine. Aria, you clearly hear something's happening, some unnatural sounds. You hear Udo's voice casting a spell, and you know that he would only cast a spell if something bad was happening. He wouldn't cast a spell just to get firewood. And Bloodbeak seems to be agitated, and he's looking west. Uh, Rollin, you also hear Udo casting a spell, and it's clear that these people are pushing Udo back. You know for a fact that Udo's being attacked. So, DM, when Rollin would see this kind of stuff go on, she would definitely want to cast light to see what was going on, regardless of fog or anything. Give me, give me one second. In the meantime, Gregora, you knew something was happening at the West Wall, so you have the opportunity to take action this round. What are you doing? Uh, I was going to go over to the West Wall and check it out. Okay, move yourself to the corner of the West Wall. West is this way, right? Yep. So, you are in total darkness here, and you really can't see what's happening. 
So tell me what you're doing. I'm listening for the noises that are around it. Okay. Playing to pinpoint who's there, what's going on, besides just fighting. Okay. You're not sure what's happening. You hear some people walking uh, farther out I got f- from the wall, maybe 10, 20 feet. But there is someone crawling along the wall, trying to be very, very quiet, about 15 feet to your right. And you know for a fact someone is there. Is it a smaller person? Uh, they're, they're trying to be quiet, but their footfalls are pretty heavy. And they're clearly sneaking. Does it help me? No. If Udo's there or not, I'm going to try to beckon behind me for everyone to know something's going on. Okay. All right. So it's going to be a new combat round. We're going to have Neris roll for initiative, please. D6. Daenerys, you see Gregora rushing over the west wall and then crunching down cautiously. So you know something's up this round. Davos, you as well. Okay. Uh, You rolled a three for the enemy. The DM rolled a four for the party. So the enemy is going to move first. The glint off Gregora's armor um, reveals her location and one of the dark cloaked figures charges forward and attacks and charges forward and falls past you as you sidestep you heard this person coming and falls into the light right over here stumbling on some of the debris somebody else does the same thing comes forward towards Gregora and attacks and and misses but doesn't stumble like the previous person and is now engaged with you in melee combat gregora you have a person down on the ground below you or behind you rather who stumbled as you sidestep their attack and a person trying to stab you with what looks like a long wicked dagger in front of you you can barely see them in the light udo you are retreating defensively the two in front of you both attack and I rolled a five and a five. Both of them missed. You simply sidestep and dodge as you retreat. You can see Gregora in your side vision here. You can see she's there. The two assassins continue to follow you, follow you attempting to cut you down. Uh, they realize now that you are a tough opponent to hit and they're being more cautious. At this point, um, Rollin and Neris, you clearly see something is going on now. Neris, I, or Rowan, I believe you wanted to cast a spell, correct? Yep. Okay. Um, your light spell is going to go ahead and cast it. Just click on the sheet. Okay. Did it work? Yeah, but, yep, they're very good. So you can do this. Uh, the range is 120 feet. Just click on the map where you plan to cast this light spell. Um, I would do it wherever I saw those black figures. Okay, you can still see uh, them, so... Like, right here is, like, where I would do it. But, I mean, I'm still over here. Or wherever. That's fine. You are within range, so... Um, I think I was here? Just give me, give me one second. And, and this would be above <laughs> them? It would not be, them? like, in okay. them. Yeah. 
So this is a 20-foot radius globe of light. It illuminates things pretty, pretty well. So I'm going to say... You should all see the light now, correct? Mm, no. I that I do. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, I see I light, do. but I don't see anything in it. Did you turn it oh, off? Oh, you see the light, you don't see anything in it? Well, it's I like do. a big hard line. And there's only like a white... It looks square. like you see the wall of fog, not the light. But I don't see any black figures, I don't see Udo, I don't see... Anything like that. So... Pro I see on that. We're struggling with roll 20, so hold on a second. I think I know what's going on here. Roll it. I do see that, DM. I do see all the nuances. Okay. So I'm going to okay, move you a little I'm... closer, Rollin. Can you see it now? Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. It was just you resumed out too far, that's all. Uh -huh. So you're, you're casting this and you're rushing forward, so you can now see what's going on. And the immediate appearance of light has startled the attackers, and they seem taken back by this. Clearly, they, they did not want um, their presence to be known. They were hoping to kill Udo very quickly. Okay, they look Inaris, like? um, They look um, five, six feet in height. They're they're covered in black clothing. They have some kind of black ash or stuff on their weapons to prevent them from uh, glimmering in the light. Black cloaks as well. Um, the clothing is a combination of brown and, and darker gray. It's clear they're trying to sneak up on the group. Their faces are covered. At what height? Oh, you said five, six, five, five, six? Between, five, between five and six feet tall. Okay. Maris, what are you doing? The light goes off as you are, are sort of preparing to do something. What is it you're doing? This fool behind Gregora is on the ground, yes? Mm hmm. Thus, not five or six foot tall, yes? Correct. What's in his hands? And what's on him? Um, this one has what looks to be a long, wicked knife. I'm going to try to charge him and cleave his hand off. Called shot to the hand. Okay, go ahead and make an attack at minus four. Plus two for the charge, so we'll say minus two. Hopefully it doesn't go straight zeros to us after the update. No worries. Okay, you rolled a total of 14. What was your base roll? I don't see the die. 14 is the, the base, base roll. The base roll is 14, and it looks like it didn't do the plus 2. Or the minus 2. So 12 is the attack, correct? Well... No, because the base roll is 14, then it's minus... But I'll look at oh, the yeah, diagram. minus two. Yeah, minus two, you're right. Because charge and prone, but also called shot. Yeah, so minus so minus two, okay. Against the, your... Uh, against their base AC, you are plus one. So that is... All right, doing the calculations. It's a hit. That is a hit. So you don't hit the hand, but you do hit for <clears throat> six points of damage. Um, and you've wounded this, this individual um, fairly badly, as a matter of fact. I stupid bastard coming from Gregora. Okay. All right. 
So that is Neris. Now, Neris, you will have a second. You'll have two attacks next round, so don't forget that. Next, we've got Aria. Aria, what are you doing? I am going to uh, send Bloodbeak out to the farthest assassin, the one... Hmm. I won't be able to see it in this wall of fog, will I? Nope. Um... So, just a word of caution. You have trained, but you've sort of trained Bloodbeak to um, attack in the direction you're pointing, but you've come to realize that Bloodbeak will attack randomly. So, if you point in any direction and send Bloodbeak to attack, it could be one of the assassins, it could be Neris, could be Gregora, or Udo, depending on whoever's in his path. You okay, haven't had time to fully well, train. I will just. I will leave. Alright, well, then I won't tell to do anything. And if I... And I can't eat these people in the wall of... I don't know if there's some other people. No, but you do see that Neris just hacked into one, and you see one is attempting to stab Gregora um, above her gorget and stab her right in the throat. All right. I am going to cast Bark Skin on Neris. Okay, click the Bark Skin spell. All right, so you rush up to Neris and you touch Neris on the back casting bark skin uh Neris, the skin your skin and you feel your your entire outer layer of 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 your tissue turns into this hard hard substance you feel like a fucking tree and yet you still supple and able to move aria has encased you in some kind of protective wooden shell All right. Rigora. Rigora is going to pull out her sword and slice the assassin down. The one who's still on the ground or the one trying to stab you in the throat? The one trying to stab me in the throat. That is a nat one. Go ahead and make me a dex check, please. Didn't this happen last time, too? D6 roll. Okay, your dex check is good. Give me a D6 roll. All right. You stumble on one of the pieces of rubble as you move into attack, since you're so close to the house. You stumble and you fall. You are uh, on one knee, uh, and this will give the assassin an advantage in attacking you next round. All right. Finally, Davos. Everyone has rushed out of this place. You see them all going to attack someone. You, you can see one assassin, this one right here, on the ground. Um, and you see Arya and Neris uh, engage with that person. What but I also doing? see Gregora facing somebody else, right? So obviously... There's there's too much debris, so oh, okay. Gregora is no longer in your sight. You cannot see her. All right. I'm going to charge and um, pin this one to the ground with my knee. 
try and pin this one to the ground with your knee. Okay. Yep. Do me a favor and make me two dex checks, please. Pass the first one, I think. Uh, your dex is ten. No, I didn't pass. So. Okay, so as you're running, you ended up charging through the fire. You trip and stumble. You catch yourself, and then you stumble even farther towards the debris. You end up slamming into the debris, catching yourself on your shield, as you are also now on sort of one knee. Are you lumbering off? What are you doing? We've got to question them. We, they might be a lead to where we need to be. All right. So now it's going to be a new round. Uh, and we're going to have Robin roll for initiative, please. D6. Enemy is two. Enemy is two. Did Udo Are get a move last round? Udo's retreating. Okay. Artie is five. So uh, enemy is going to attack first. Udo, two of them are attacking you. One comes within inches of hitting you, and the other one you dodge aside. Um, so once again, you're good. Gregora, one's attacking you with a bit of an advantage. You'll have plus two to hit you. And rolls sufficient enough to hit you, but the long dagger simply glances off your armor, leaving a bit of a scratch on the breastplate, but was unable to penetrate. The one on the ground is able to stand up and, and immediately turns to flee. <laughs> Davos, give me a, Davos, give me a dex check as well as Neris and Arya. Davos, you'll be at plus two to your dex check. You are still under. Okay, Cricket, no. No. Oh, but Arya, sorry, Arya, yeah, so Arya, um, you're still recovering from your spell, and you will not get an attack of opportunity here, but as this person turns to flee, both Davos and Neris get a chance to attack. Which way so, is he fleeing? He is fleeing in this direction here. Uh, so Davos would be trying to stab him in the back? Called shot. Correct. Called shot ankle. I'm going to hamstring him. Called shot ankle. So Plus two, minus four, so going to be at minus two. All right. Where did I hit him last time? You hit him last time in... Look. In, in the, the abdomen. In the feels. In the still feels. Go ahead, Kira. Okay, so the uh, assassin expertly dodges your attack. Neris, however, uh, also misses as the assassin uh, flees. Gregora, that passing you as well, you will have a chance to attack if you make a dex check for me. Cool. That's under your dex. Go ahead and make an attack if you wish. Bash is freaking skull in. Heck yeah. I forgot to add the point. But it doesn't matter because I miss. That's a miss. Uh, the assassin is running directly through the light. Uh, realizes it's running towards you, Rowan, and stops right here. Okay, that is it for them. So now, Udo, what are you doing? So, um, I'm 
I probably can't get away enough to cast, could I? You'd have to run into the party. Um, you could certainly do that. They might get a chance to attack you. Okay. Uh... If you turn and flee, exposing your back, you would definitely be able to get enough distance to cast. But, they but if you're no, I would retreating, retreating on okay. They wouldn't know I would. So you're not going to do that. turn and flee though, because I'm in a wall of fog. They're close enough to you that they can see you in the wall of fog. They've kept they've kept melee distance, so they can still see you. The fog is thick, but within five feet, they can they can make you out. So what if I did a backflip and? <laughs> so you don't have the tumbling skill but if you wish to attempt to do that do it i'll let you make a d20 roll you'll have to roll quite low or a backflip or a forward flip i'm sorry you want to backflip away from them yes i don't actually want to okay, do that because if it. i mess up i don't have enough hit points to to survive the fall <laughs> so um, <laughs> um all right Although I might blind them with the, fl- the like the spray of blood that comes off of my my body as I tried to flip away, um, hmm. or your horrendous flipping skills. Yes. Um, how close right, did that assassin doing? leader come to me? Actually, I'm... when they ran by, uh, about ten feet behind you. Oh, okay. So um, you wouldn't you wouldn't have been able to see it. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to rapidly move backwards um, as quickly as I can uh, without leaving the wall of fog. Okay, so you disengage to about here. They continue to pursue you in the wall of fog. You realize that hey, it's not their turn. They can fuck off. Yeah, they can't. They can't make do that. Me, they already <laughs> had their turn. Make make me a uh, intelligence check for me. Assassins more like asses, if you ask me. <laughs> okay, I can give you no more information. All right, next is going to be Neris. Angry halfling charge with Willow Wind. For some okay. reason, I'm feeling stronger, as if I'm a mighty oak to come down upon these assassins. Make me a charge attack, please. You're charging at the at the one that fled from you, correct? Aye, that be true. Okay, go ahead and make an make a, an attack roll at plus two. Four from behind. Um, uh, no. In this case, you know what? I'm going to give it to you. Plus four. Okay, give me a d6 roll, please. Okay, you charge through the fog and get a little bit confused. You stop in the fog and you see right in front of you is one of the assailants and you strike from behind. Are you doing a standard attack? Are you doing... Well, you can't really backstab with a charge, so that's fine. You strike for eight points of damage, critically wounding this person right here, and you're now engaged in the two with the two assassins that are fighting... Udo. You see Udo is horribly, horribly wounded, dripping blood from a nasty slash in his back. In fact, his cloak is almost cut in two. And the 
assassin you hit knows you're there. This one here does not. Aye, and he knows he's going to get stabbed again. All right. And you get a second attack. So, backstab only works if they don't know I'm there, don't it? Correct. And they know you're... Well, the one you just hit knows you're there. The other one doesn't. I would like to backstab the one I haven't stabbed yet. Share the love as they seem to uh, be taking a liking to my party. As you do this, you see Udo nodding vigorously. <laughs> oh, and by the way, the one that you just wounded is turned to face you. Ah, well, he can put his own dagger somewhere. That is a successful backstab, and I believe you are at times two damage or times three damage for a backstab. I think that's times three. Uh, we're level four, right? Some of us Look it up, because I am a crappy DM. Some of Unless us you guys can find it for me before I find it. I don't know if the uh, microphone's picking it up, but pages are being flipped right now as we all try to figure out the damage of a backstab. Well, just the, the multiplier here. Well, you know what? I'm just going to say it's going to be times three. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So that is 24 points of damage you stab into the back of this one here. It falls forward looking shocked and lies dying at Udo's feet. Rollin! You see an, a dark cloaked figure run through the fog about 30 feet in front of you. Um, can I run up to him and cast Hold Person? You can. You'll have okay. to make a touch attack, but go ahead and cast hold, hold person on your character sheet. And I want to tell him to have okay, his I'm sorry, stand not, down. It's not, uh, it's 60 foot range, so okay, very good. So you cast hold person. This individual gets a saving throw. And makes it. Oh, it's come not affected on. By your spell. Well, 17. Uh. Is not affected by your spell. That sounds really familiar. Um, but sees that you're a threat, it is now charging in your direction. Okay, next is going to be Aria. Okay. Um, so Aria can't see much, can she? She doesn't really know what's going uh, on. She sees blood on the ground coming out of the Wall of Fog. Um, but Wall of Fog, and you know that the lead assassin has run through it. The other person in front of Gregora is still attempting to stab Gregora in the throat. Okay, I am... So I've been thinking I wanted to do... Um... A trip spell? I don't know anything about this trip spell. Would this be effective here? I, I, if I try and trip this person in front of Gregor, who's trying to sta or stab her her wound, her neck. Click it and we'll read about it together. Okay. So it's a touch spell, so you'd have to advance to touch, and they get a saving throw. Um, 
but you must use a length of rope, a stick, a pole, or something similar. You have your orc staff, that would qualify. Um, and it typically causes an object to rise slightly off the ground or the floor is resting on to trip creatures crossing it. So you would effectively throw your, your staff down and you could cast this spell and then maybe cause this person to trip and fall. That'd be a pretty complex action. Ideally, it's something where you would leave a piece of rope or, or something on the ground and then cast this spell on it. One 10-foot long, long object, for example, and that would last, in your case, 50 minutes. And anybody passing near it could be tripped by it. So in this case here, I wouldn't think it's something you would be able to do in combat easily. No. Uh, all right, so this this blackened assassin is trying to stab Gregora. Right. Um, I guess I can't have that, so I am just going to charge in and try and knock it over with my with staff. Your staff. Okay, you charge in. Uh, you don't quite have enough range to get a plus two. It'll be a standard attack. So go ahead and make an attack with your orc staff. Okay. A total roll of an eight is a miss. Okay. Did I? I so I didn't even. I didn't even charge into him. Well, you charged in and you swung your staff and the assassin simply dodged. So you're you're right there, you're engaged in melee combat, but the assassin was able to simply dodge your attack. Was there was well, the charge bonus in there? Is it, I didn't No, because she was she was only about 15 feet away. Oh. Well, what I'm all I'm trying to do is run, you know, with my staff in front of me. I'm trying yep. to run in and push him over. That's all I'm trying to do. And the assassin dodged aside. Unfortunately. Okay. Okay. And next is going to be Gregora. Let's shank someone. Alright. I'm going to pick myself up. Oh, it was an 18 for a second there, but no, unfortunately that roll of a 3 or a 2 modified to 3 is not enough to hit. The assassin simply dodges. Davos. Alright, Davos is going to uh look at the person who ran away and he's going to charge down the guy who ran away so he's going to go here oh wait you can't change the directions in the middle of a charge nope but you can charge through the roll of fog just like Neris did go ahead yeah I don't know that guy's there I'm going to go after that assassin leader running right into this guy make me a d6 roll please Oh, okay. no. That's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, Udo, make me a dex check and a d6 roll. I just didn't know the guy was there. <laughs> oh, damn it. Check is good. I'm well under. You really want to roll low on the d6 roll. Go ahead and make a d6 roll. I didn't. Well okay. Davos, make me a d20 attack roll and um, a d6 roll again, please. Well, at least I missed. Right. A d6 roll? When I hit Udo. All right. So you charge over, 
Udo, you see someone, or you hear someone in clanking armor. I gotta move this aside to move him. Come charging in. It takes a swing. You duck under the swing as it charges past you and keeps on going. <laughs> you realize it was Davos charging into the fog, and he almost took your head off. Son of, son of a bitch! Oh. That was close. Right. I, I've had Davos is not that great of a fighter. He, he's he's primarily not like. Yeah, I mean he's an okay fighter, but yeah. I've had shaves that were not as close as that. <laughs> All right. Next round, we're gonna have who rolled last time? Did last I time. think it was I Rollin, rolled last right? Time. Yep, Rollin. Yeah. So Arya, please roll me a D six for initiative. Four. Four. Three for the party. Party moves first. So, Udo. Udo is gonna backstab this person's. <laughs> right. Go ahead and make your attack roll. Backstabs are always at plus two, or plus four, I'm sorry, plus four. Thieves get a plus four bonus to a backstab. That's a 19. That is a hit. Um, I deal with the bonuses. Uh, You stab into this person, and this person... uh, Roll me a d12. Do not describe him on me. Uh, I'll describe this death scene. So, you basically backstab low in the base of the spine, which is actually kind of high for you. Um, I know 12 it, means feet, saying but I'm in, short, in a backstab, <laughs> it, it's, the, it's the, the base of the spine. And your blade goes through the spine and out the front, and Neris blood and guts sprays all over you, and you can see Udo's bastard sword, sorry, broadsword, which he has to use two-handed, um, slashing through, piercing through this person who then falls dead at your feet. And I just say, negotiated. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Neris, you're next. I'm going to backstab the fellow who thinks he's running away. So that person is too far away to be backstabbed, so you're not going to be able to do that, but you can charge them with a plus two bonus. Can I charge them and conveniently put my knife in their back? You can. Because they're running away and you're chasing them. Um, actually, I, he's not running anymore, is he? No, he turned to face you. That's correct. Not running anymore. Neris, go ahead. Make your plus two attack. Don't have to tell me twice, unless you want to increase the hit modifier. In which case, I will listen again. Twice. Maybe a third time. <laughs> That roll of a 13 is a hit. Your weapon um, would have been deflected by this person's armor, but you managed to snake your way through the folding flaps of leather into the person's back. And they are, again, badly wounded. And you see that that whisper wind is covered in their blood. And I am telling them a series of litany rude things about their mother and the way they were raised. Please give me an example of one of the things you're saying. Quickly. Uh, you run like the two-legged hog which your mother calls her husband. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Next is going to be Rowan. Rowan, you see Neris stab this person who turned to face you. Yep. The look on this person's face clearly regrets stopping, and you notice fear. 
Okay. Um, Rollin would like to cast Command. Okay. Can, can she do that? By all means. Okay. Cast. Just tell me. Just tell me what you're doing and do it. Don't even ask permission. Okay. I don't have to roll the thing. Just show it. Yeah. Click okay. it on your sheet so we can all see what you're doing. So. Okay. All right. Um, I just command him sleep. All right. So this person is. just failed their saving throw and and they uh, sit down and well they're they're following the command they're like okay good okay next is going to be aria Um, I am going to hit again with my staff. Do it. I'm working on it. And here it should come. Not really. That is a miss. Once again, the assassin simply dodges. Oh, he's a wild Laura, you're one. Next. He is. I am going to stab this person if I can actually stab this person. If the dice gods will help me. Holy moly! They did. They did. And that was a max damage stab, was it not? Heck yeah. I that be a nat 20. Nat 20. Nat 20. Nat 20. Alright. Max damage. Roll me a 12. D12. Run a seven, it'll be funny. Pretty close. Oh, <laughs> so do me a favor and make me a strength check. You are under. So you slash sideways, um, uh, careful to avoid um, hitting Arya, who is standing next to you, and your blade passes clearly through the leather armor, and you actually push this person back with your shield and then cut into them, slicing them entirely in half. A look of shock on their face. They were turning to run. They clearly knew they were outmatched, but as they were fleeing, you simply cut them down. Uh, there is still, the, the torso is still attached to the legs, but you cut all the way through to the spine and they sort of fall back and the body forms an L shape. Blood and guts are everywhere, um, all over your broadsword, which is you've you've named Order. Um, this person is clearly not going to be getting up. Wow, Gregoro! Wow, I he be a servant. He took your order. True. Okay. The DMs on the music for that one was worth it. Davos. You charge past. You realize you realized your mistake. You almost killed Udo. You can see next to you is uh, the leader who is now in the process of looking confused, has not sat down yet, is not sleeping yet. Right. Um, I stabbed in the back, and I, I uh, was going to try to take one, um, one per- person. 
Watson hostage. So I'm going to uh, try to put my like put him on the ground with a uh, leg sweep. And okay, go ahead and make me an just an unarmed attack roll. We'll do a D twenty roll, please. 18. That is an eighteen. This person attempts to dodge your attack and cool. and misses. As Rollins casting your spell to sleep, you knock this person to the ground. You don't have time to pile on top of him when, or her rather, because the moment this person touches the ground, the command spec spell takes effect. And since they're already on the ground, they kind of look around confused and then pretend. <laughs> All right, I'm going to spend time. Right. So there are there are no more active combatants. Sorry, there are no more active combatants. What is everybody else doing? Just really quick. Udo. Udo is actually hiding in the fog. Okay. Neris. Getting ready to stab the assassin leader again because these fuckers be stabbing my party. Rowan. Rowan is um, trying to assist Davos in restraining this man. Okay. <clears throat> Arya. Uh, I'm going to um, find out if Gregora is hurt or anything, trying to ascertain how she is. Totally fine. None of the attacks got through. Gregora. Wiping my blade off in the grass and then taking perimeter, trying to listen for anybody else that could have been approaching. Okay, uh, the light spell is still bright, so you can see all around, almost as if it's daylight. Not quite, but it's it's still quite bright, and you don't see anything else. No other threats nearby. But by the way, Bloodbeak has basically decided to do his own thing, and he's now soaring into the sky. Uh, he doesn't like to hunt at night; can't see very well, but he's very very hungry, so he's gone off to try and find something. Although, yeah, it's not going to go very well. Davos. Once again, I am restraining this man with a rope between his mouth and his arms and his legs, kind of hog tying him uh, with a gag, with a rope gag as well. Okay, so it is a woman, by the way. Hog tying. So I hope have... the rope's muddy. That's fine. So uh, you restrain her with the rope, tying the rope between her jaw and her teeth, rather back to her arms and to her legs, so if she basically pulls her arms and legs, she's going to rip it into her mouth. Do you have any rope skill ability? You do not. So, I look make to, me a d20 roll. Wait, I look to um, Neris, because I think Neris, we've, we've worked together before. Neris has rope ability, doesn't she? The person who is the best with rope is Udo. Oh, I shout for Udo. While, while basically holding her down. Is it, is, it, is, it, is it safe to come out? Is it safe to come out? This is the last one unless, we need you to restrain Unless her. you're one of these... <laughs> unless you're one of these dark-cloaked bastards you'll find to come out. Oh, well, uh... Okay. Uh, I'm coming out. Uh, if anybody's out there, I got a sword, and I'll cut you, and it'll be bad for you, so... Right now, Udo... Right now, Udo, we need, your, approaches. we need your rope skills, not your sword skills. Thank you, though. Well, they come in one package, because that's how it works. <laughs> Nerys approaches the wall of fog to uh, uh, 
make a scene of escorting Udo so he's not uh, with his back turned to the woods as he goes to uh, Davos's call. Alright, he, he comes out of the, the wall of fog then. Um, I, I hear all this. I think that... Um, uh, you would. There's, there's only one person, so I yell out, um, is anybody hurt? Oh, I'm real hurt! Yeah, yeah, real hurt! Got uh, cut down in the back by these somebody in the dark, and it hurt real bad, and real hurt, and real hurt. I, I checked to see Udo's injuries and seeing if he needs magical healing. He does seem to have, need magical healing. I dabbled you checking for where all the blood coming from, like the gaping gash in his back. Is it right in front of your eyes? There's literally. This is, this is why we let Arya do the healing. Literally a huge gash in my back, bleeding out. That's what's happening. You, how can you not see this? I don't understand. I Davos can't charge. He can't swing with that sword. He's here to do the negotiating and you... all that fancy writing. Davos, you, you want me to blind? heal you, Udo? Yes, yes, I do. But I think he... um, Davos is blind. <laughs> Clearly, you do need some help. <laughs> Clearly, okay. you need some help, Udo. And I'm not talking about your mind this time. After we have this person restrained. Okay. So Davos cast for six, and then um, Rowan, you're casting for uh, just okay. So three more, so a total of nine. Udo, yep. uh, both Davos and Rowan are pressing down on the assassin leader as they're doing all of this. Udo, I assume you're helping them with your rope skill. Go ahead, absolutely, and make that roll, please. Doing some rope skills. Nerys, be watching the forest line uh, away from the cabin. Where is rope skills? All the way about them. Non-weapon proficiencies. You can just roll me a d20 if you want. I'll be able to tell if you succeed or not. Hmm. (laughs) So, you um, hogtie this person, um, and you think it is the best possible job you've ever done. You have hogtied badgers. You have hogtied hogs. Um, this person seems to be completely and totally encapsulated in rope. Does it look like she's actually encapsulated in rope? Like she, she's struggling. Against, she's struggling against the rope and the bonds, and it's clear she can't move. It's also clear she's pretty badly injured. Um, I use one more healing spell on her just to, so that we can actually get her to talk. What are you doing? Hey, Davos, why are you oh be putting the blood God. back in her? I just tried to take it out. I mean, you can take it out later once we've uh, once we've gotten her to a place where we can perform an inner... Um, you kneeled to her earlier when she was attacking... He's clearly blind. He just Rigoda, healed and now the he's wrong person. Her? He has no idea what he's doing. She looks at you. She looks at you, Davos, and her eyes glare and she tries to talk, but the rope won't let her. <laughs> Neros has a giggle at this. Davos, don't you have the power to hold an Inquisition? Here in the field? Out of character, do I have the power to hold an Inquisition here in the field? I don't, I as, don't... The only cleric of, as the only cleric of Vith you do, you would need two other members of the Church of Vith to act as Inquisitors. I only have one other member of the Church of Vith. You could appoint somebody else, but the authenticity 
and the authority might be questioned. Yeah, that's not that's not my that's not my bag, Jam. Well, we can just kill her. Then. Yeah. Dave will, work Dave well, says we we cannot hold an inquisition at this time. Not not with so few members. You and I may be able to determine some level of of uh, charges, but we can't we can't hold an inquisition DM, by ourselves. DM, do I think that this is the one that cut me down in the back? No, it's not. All right, then I just kick her in the head. Maybe a D twenty. We need to talk with her. Figure out the proper thing. Someone tries to kill you. You don't try to be healing them and talking to them, sweet nothings, while they in a rope. Hey, yeah, end them and move on. So she actually has managed manages to pull her head aside at the last second, and your kick misses. Then I storm I off get her and go, into the, uh, get her start into the looking light. at the uh, bodies to... in the in the wall of fog. Then get her into the light. We need to search her before we move her, and we need to talk with her to figure out where she who sent her here. Then we you can want... hold an inquisition. Gregor is going to search the rest of the bodies. So and is she no longer sleeping? Yeah, she's only sleeping for one minute. It lasts for one minute only. Okay. Nerys half-heartedly starts dragging her towards the cabin as she's tied. Oh, we we heal the assassins. Oh, look at me. I can't charge, but I can give instructions once the fighting's done. So, Gregor and I are looking over the um, this assassin here? Yes, and um, the assassin has a very little, very little on her. Um, this assassin is a woman just like the leader, and the one who is bound right now is clearly the leader. And the other two are, are males that were killed, um, and they all have exactly the same gear. They have short swords, they have daggers. Um, there's nothing of any note on them at all. They don't even have a coin purse. How oh, wet are their clothes? Yeah. Their clothes are quite, their clothes are quite wet, but their uh, cloaks are just like oars. Neris, they're oiled against the uh, elements. They have been out here in the rain like the rest of you for some time. I strip the cloaks off of them and the daggers and the short swords. I bring all that stuff into uh, the building and leave the bodies out there. Okay. So you have two daggers, two short swords, and two oiled cloaks. They're all black while the cloaks are black. The weapons have some kind of lard on them that is also blackened with probably soot. So they don't glint in the uh, moonlight or the starlight. Do it, these, but you don't you don't see any of that black black uh, lard on the on them at all. They don't have any backpacks. No. Do the cloaks fit me? Bags. They don't have any. Only that is different. The cloaks. Well, you can wear them, but you'll be dragging about two feet behind you as you as you uh, walk. Just cut them. Well, you do have tailor skills, so you could very easily cut this black cloak. And did you remove the weapons from the hogtied lass? Yes, we did. Good. The, the hogtied leader dropped a wicked-looking curved dagger, and Gregora, you notice that on this curved dagger is the symbol of uh, a skull was scratched into it. What's the quality of the weapon, and have I seen the symbol before, i.e. the ogre? Was the symbol on one of the ogres? 
or the I I believe it'd be a ship on the ogre's cleaver. The orc had a ship on it. Um, do me a favor and Rowan, make me a lore check. Yeah, that's what I was going to A religious say. lore check. And I think I would also know what this is. Because this is a kind of a sworn enemy of my religion, yes. So Rollin, yes, uh, so you're looking at this at the same time that Rollin is. Rollin, um, you clearly notice that this dagger is elven, and it is of incredibly fine design. Um, it's an ancient weapon, probably dating to the, the years just after Starfall, when the elven nation was trying to rebuild itself. Someone has taken this from an elf, clearly, and has scratched in the symbol of Skos on it, which both Davos and Gregora point to, indicating that uh, the weapon has been corrupted by the taint of this horrible religion. And yes, Udo, you have expertly cut down one of the cloaks so that it fits you perfectly. Fantastic. You even take your little tailor's kit and you stitch up, stitch up the, the very bottom of it so it won't fray, and it's, oh, it's quite nice. Beautiful. Oh, this this is very good. This Although you notice that, you notice something since you since you did your tailor skill, you notice that the leader's cloak, which she's still wearing, has lead weights at the bottom of it, forcing it to hang straight and flat. And you're not sure what the fact you're not sure what the weights at the bottom of the cloak are all about. Oh, that's pretty neat. I uh, wonder what those are about. It wouldn't blow as round as much in the in the wind. Uh, interesting, 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 very interesting. I use the I use the weights and I swing them around and I hit her in the head with them. Okay. Uh, I need you to make me a saving throw versus poison, Udo. Oh. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. So Udo suddenly looks very, very sick, and the slow-acting contact poison that um, is now racking his system causes him nine points of damage. Really? And Udo, you kind of sink to the ground. It's been five minutes since the fight, and you now have a, a sweat, and your body is shaking. Would any of us know that that be a poison? It'd be pretty clear. Uh, and I... Uh, here, let me do a health check. Wisdom wisdom check for um, Rowlin, Davos, and Arya. Well, that's a healing check, but yeah, close enough. Critical pass. Uh, both Rowlin and, and Arya know immediately that Udo is poisoned. Davos, you're you're not sure. Do you think maybe it was disease or it could be some magical affliction? But something's definitely wrong with Udo. Mm. We have slow poison um, serum. We'll use that immediately on him. I we each have a uh, potion of cure something or other we before, before uh, we start out. Do you feed that to Udo? Yeah. Which one of you is going to give up their their cure poison vial? I will. Udo, or probably Udo, but I will. It's fine. <laughs> All right, so Rowan, you use yours on Udo. Yeah. Okay, Udo, do me a favor and make me a D one hundred roll, please. Okay, 
So Udo, the nine points of poison damage is immediately restored to you as the elixir goes through your body, neutralizing the poison and the damage that it was caused. That it caused. You feel much, much better. Oh boy, who, who, uh, who, who helped me out there? Boy, that was nice. I did. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, did, what, how, how'd you do that? With the elixir they gave us. Oh, oh, did you use mine or did you use yours? I used mine. Oh, well, you can have mine then. Oh, thank you, Udo. Yep, yep, yep. All right, everyone's healthy. Well, are you pretty much back up to health? Healthy is a relative term. Uh, you know. I have more cure light wounds I can do if you need them. I do. Yep, yep. Okay. Hey, what's that on the? He's parchment. When you do, she struggles against the ropes a little bit, but then grudgingly relents and you are able to pull the parchment out of her boot. The parchment is a simple piece of, of paper, effectively, and it has all of your names on it. Including someone named Tolan, who decided not to join you on this adventure, but he's worked with you in the past. Is someone else after Tolan? No. I, I asked the assassin leader. Oh, sorry. The, the assassin leader looks at you and glares and says something, but you can't tell through the rope. Simply nod or shake your head. Neris is continuing to laugh at the little bond assassin. Neris, this one, she... this little one will, will be happy to stick anyone taller than her simply for existing. Well, you're lucky that I'm not holding, letting her after you. She looks at you, Neris, and she tries to spit at you through the rope, but can't do anything. And then she glares at Davos again. I plop down and start throwing little stones at her after she tries to spit at me. You know, you know, you know, okay. I, I heard years years ago, uh, years, years ago, actually, about this really entertaining way of getting information out of out of people who didn't want to give information. And what you did is you took their sword and you put it in a fire like that fire we've got over there and this sword we've got right here. You put that sword in the fire and you get it real hot, real hot, real good and hot and red. And then you just put it where they don't want it. You know what I mean? There is pops up and starts walking over to Udo with a smile. No one deserves that. We are not sticking. We're not branding her with her own sword. Oh, not branding. No, it'd be not her friend's branding. sword. You pretty much want to no sheath the that. sword. As, okay. No okay. No one deserves this. You, you say no one deserves this. You say you don't have enough of your Vith folks to uh, do right by Vith because however many you need for your prayer circle with hands and reading all these laws. But these folks come to us dressed in black. They've covered their weapons. Clearly they were intending us harm and you want to do them what nice of these? Honestly, honestly, um, it, was actually, it was actually soldiers of Vith that showed me that technique. Yes, there's nothing in the law that allows for that to be done to humans. Well, they that, did, though. <laughs> not outside of a, not outside of an Inquisition. Oh, this was outside of an Inquisition. Yes, it was. It was definitely outside of an Inquisition, and it was definitely fifth soldiers. So, um, yeah, I don't see a problem Wait, with that. 
Wait, wait. Uh, if he's been trained by Vith soldiers, that gives you three of three. We can have our own little inquisition, right? That checks your boxes. What? No, oh, I don't. No, I don't represent Vith. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I've the seen what they the do. I mean, we do need three of them, but well, nothing There's to do two... with that. Bloodbeak comes back in, by the way. No successful. I, the bird can help. The bird will not be a witness on a on a council, a triumvirate of of clerics. Adia, can you tell if the bird's lying? Can I tell you what? If Bloodbeak's lying, because if we can tell if Bloodbeak's lying, then Bloodbeak can make a witness. I'm pr I'm pretty sure the bird can see better than Davos can. <laughs> <laughs> I grant you that, that Udo. I do believe very, the bird can very, be better than Udo. But as far as being a witness, I don't think so. Bodies of the assassins, and Bloodbeak begins feeding on one of the dead assassins. Gregor is going to get real close to the assassin leader and ask her, um, can she, like, loosen the ties so she can actually speak? You can pull the rope out of her mouth and down around her neck. Yes. Okay. I do that. She's gonna spit on you. That's fine. She looks Why at you and she smiles. Why are her names on this piece of paper? I will give you nothing. And you will be judged once we get to the next settlement. And your life will be forfeit there. Attacking two members of the church. A party on a mission such as ours. I bet she knows our mission. Don't you? Whether or not she does, we have orders not to reveal it to anyone. Who sent you? He says, I will give you nothing. Daris, we can't break her. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> Neris. Neris takes the hot sword out of the fire and walks up to her. <laughs> Not that. Why, why don't we all sit back and maybe rest for the night and head out in the morning with her to back to the city? Um, that, that, I don't that, think that... I don't think we're going to get much out of her right now. That's a good idea. We should make sure that she's real close to the fire so she doesn't get cold. Real close. I think one of us that are um, more law-abiding should stay with her to ensure Aye, but uh she looks like she might be a thief if we take off her hand for trying to steal our lives that's not upholding the law now i think we should let the people who hired us figure out what to do with her well out of character they said they wanted the assassins that. dead or alive that's part of our contract i read it dm question what would be the law in this scenario so in this scenario, this person has a symbol of Skos that they're they're displaying openly. Clearly, this person tried to murder you, uh, almost murdered Udo. Udo is maybe not a kingdom citizen, but certainly an ally of the kingdom. In this case here, it would not be a problem for either you nor Davos to execute this person in the name of the, of the Church of Vith and the kingdom itself. I want justice. Okay. Do you want to do that? Oh, certainly we can. <clears throat> Out of character, I didn't. I didn't realize that we could just summary execution. 
So I demand um, justice. I demand <laughs> justice. These people Area, you okay? tried to murder me. I demand I... justice. We don't need the killer. Just have her give us a little conversation. Justice. He says, "Do it, you. Do it, you cowards. Do it." Neris oh, rests the hot portion of the blade against her hand. No, 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 no! Neris's hand away from the. We're not torturing people. No, you are on the opposite side of the assassin, Gregor. I told you, be getting grabby hands with me. Don't make me cast hold person on you, Neris. We're not torturing people. We're not torturing people. This isn't a person. People don't come up all covered in black and try to kill one another. This is a monster, and clearly we must punish it. But we must know the secret words that brought the monster to be. Out of character, DM. The assassin says... Sorry, the assassin says... Maybe I'd like it. Why don't you cut me with my own knife? I know you're not getting the poison and going away quietly. We're not playing your game, we're playing mine. No, we're not playing your Kalronin. Kalronin, what was your question? Uh, out of character, is this uh, is um, torture even uh, to get information regarding a mission like this? Is that something that I would be okay with? Or the Church of Skos has any? Oh. Or sorry, the Church of uh, Gosh. <laughs> Whoops. The Church. If you were Church of Skos, definitely no problem there, right? <laughs> right. As a lawful neutral member of the Church of Vith you have seen the inquisition torture you have participated indirectly in some church related rigorous questioning <laughs> your church does not use the term torture although being honest it has happened and it's not something that is necessarily sanctioned or necessarily avoided given the circumstances in the cult of the wolf you don't sing the sheep to sleep you decide what you're having for dinner, and you take no. it. And in this case, I would like to have information. Torture does not work. Neris, we oh. do need to question this one. I and I'm not killing her! I demand no, I mean, justice! I'm like I'm sneaking up behind her in a black coat, ready to stab her in the dark at night. Justice. Here we are with a well-lit room. We she has the question. option to I answer. demand it. Justice, I want it. We if need some questions asked, her, I'm not I think that you can help me question this one. I demand justice. You hear a, a a thumping sound and a cracking sound. From where? What's that? From the west the west wall. Okay. Rollin casts ray of enfeeblement on this lady just so she can't run. Okay, she is immediately weakened. Um, you believe the spell um, um, causes her great distress. Do you? By uh, any means, say what you're doing there, uh, Rollin. You see her casting a spell. I'm not trying to hide it. I'll explain to you what I'm doing. If you ask. Hi, but uh, <laughs> if things go south, am I leaving her because she's dead, or are we taking her? Justice what? will be done. <laughs> I, I, you hear, now you, you hear, sound like Davos. You hear an even larger, uh, louder cracking sound and a thumping sound. I don't think the structure is safe. Somebody's trying to burn it. Okay. Can, can I, do I have time to also cast Bless? Let's go. While I'm casting? Right here, before we fight? There's yes, no place cast, to fight. We're blood. about to hit, yeah. have uh, the house tumble on top of us. There's not going to be a fight. 
And Davos is dra starts dragging the assassin this way, away from the house. Houses don't normally okay. collapse by themselves. There, Nerys rides on top of the assassin as Davos drags it away. No! You're riding on the assassin, but as you drag the assassin out of the house over here, you can see where the, the cracking and the thumping sound is coming from. Uh, Bloodbeak has ripped open one of the assassin's skulls and is eating, eating the brains. The cracking sound is Bloodbeak biting into the skull and ripping bits of the skull out to get to the, the soft bits underneath. That's a waste of bless. Wait a minute. We all ran out of here because we thought the house was coming down and it was just because the bird was eating a skull? I, the we all ran, I've just been sitting here and Davos is doing what Davos does, which is giving instructions. Justice! Davos drags the body, or drags the assassin lady back into the house. Before, before or after justice is served? Before. <laughs> Udo, as Davos is dragging her, you notice that, one, she resisted Raylan's spell with a saving throw of 18. Two, she is not tied by your ropes and she's mostly free. I, I justice the shit but out of her. But Nerys noticed this being on top of her. I noticed her. the shit out of her. I, <laughs> I noticed. You're just, you're just, you just grabbed her and you're riding and you're doing this with your hands as, um, as Davos is apparently dragging you around for a, a, a tied up assassin ride. So. Simply having a bound assassin okay. ride. Davos, as you're dragging this assassin back, it suddenly becomes very difficult to drag her as Udo stabs her through the midsection. His sword goes through her and into the ground. And as you continue to pull, um, you rip her out of Udo's sword. She Justice. Dead? No, she's actually still alive, but just barely. She's bleeding profusely. Okay, I cast Cure Light Wounds. No, I, I, I stop rolling. And I push... I, I need push. information. We can't kill her. The blood. I it's hold my the wound closed. <laughs> oh my using god! Using my healing skill rather I than Rollin. Okay, hold on. Wait, Roll are, your who's healers. attacking Rollin? I'm tackling Rollin, who's trying to heal the assassin You're who tackling... just got justice. I said <laughs> I'm tackled. Attack. Who Let's is go ahead and for a second, guys? Hold on. Davos, healing skill check, please. If you're tackling Rowan Neris, you're jumping off the body of the assassin leader, and you're making me an attack roll against Rowan to disrupt her spell. Go ahead and do that. Okay, so... Alright, so Rowan simply sidesteps you and um, is able to get over to the corpse, but Rowan, you can see that, that Davos has successfully corpse. stopped the bleeding. The... Assassin leader is incredibly weak, very badly wounded, and is no longer bleeding out because Davos has stopped the wound from bleeding. So I'm asking her uh, if she wants to die quickly or slowly. She looks and says, where's the pretty one? <laughs> oh, Nerith will be happy to end your life. He really did go blind. <laughs> Where's the pretty one? She says again. She seems delirious. <laughs> Udo's oh, still there. Says, oh, she's she's calling for me. 
And he, and he holds he holds her, her face so that Gregora she's going for. But yeah, I know, but where did uh, Udo where holds did her face from? so that okay. the last thing that she That's gets to see is is my face as she dies. It's just <laughs> horrifying. Justice. She she smiles and and she's incredibly weak, um, and she says the other pretty one. And then she winks at you, Udo. Oh. Show her your other side! He turns Shit. around and moons her. <laughs> Pushes you know what, Udo, make me a charisma check at, at minus four. Actually. The charisma of your ass! <laughs> I still fail. Okay. You still fail. She... She laughs a little bit and she coughs up a little bit of blood as she's laughing, but but it it doesn't it doesn't sway her. She says, "Bring me the pretty one." I would walk up to there and say, "What?" She says, "Pretty one, tell me why I should help you before I die." What does your life mean to you at this moment? Say. Nothing. Nothing. But tell me why I should help you before I die. She's coughing blood. If one thing helps another easier in the world, why not do it? Your chaos could live on, or you could help us, and Vith would judge you better. She laughs. Make me a charisma check at plus ten. Ah! <laughs> That's gonna work. Oh, I failed. She just laughs at you and says, nope. And she says, um, take you all. God damn it. Right, make the pretty la lady happy so I don't have to listen to her bitch about you chanting other gods. They're half-ass shells from the fire. So, Arya comes over and touches... The assassin. Oh my god, this will help me if you heal her. I will go over there and stop her. And, and I'm going to... play in and out with the blood. So, you don't know what I'm doing. I'm just touching the person. And, and I go Why would you want to touch her? And I touch her. And, um, I am going to ask her what she is, a, or what she's doing. And she says to you, coughing up some blood, tell me why I should help you. My scotch I just, just, I, just I just charmed her and touched her. No, you, oh, you didn't. just charmed her? I'm sorry. You gotta <laughs> oh, tell sorry. Me well, I said that I went over there and touched her. I, I clicked the thing, but I don't want anybody then, else to know what I'm doing, her. right? That's fine, but you can tell me as a Oh, I, I apologize. Okay. No, I didn't, I didn't see it in Roll20 that you were casting Charm person. All right, hold on a second. Okay, she looks at you, and she says, "We were just given your names. We were told to slow you down, and to slow down the knights. But the knights turned around, so we followed you. Who? All we had to do was slow you down, maybe kill a couple of you. Don't know uh, why. Who who gave who gave you the list? I don't know his name." Can you describe him? 
Big guy, crossbow. Um, is this the is it High Garden family who who hired us? The High Garden family. You've been hired by the Kingdom of Fifth Year. The High Guards or the High Marks in Crossroads Inn simply facilitated the uh, exchange. Oh. And okay. The Area, ask how many of them. How how many were how many did you how many were there when you um, were given the list? Just a big guy with the crossbow. Any sort of affiliation with this big guy? Shakes her head. That sounds like our the person we're chasing. How many days from here? She, yes, where uh, did you meet this she, person? She winks and she she is really weak and she she asks you to come in closer. I'm not coming closer. She's trying to whisper something to you. Oh. All right, I'll go in. Against my better judgment, I will go in. Davos holds Arya back, smiles, and shakes his head. I'll hear you. So, Arya, make me a d6 roll, please. One. Okay, you hear what she whispers as she dies. I've posted it in private chat. Um, she winks at you as the life fades from her eyes and she coughs up blood for the last time. Oh. Well then. Uh. Udo starts searching the body. Uh, seemingly this person is from... Seemingly this person... It's from the Northlands. Well, that's a bad She's not very happy with us. Isn't that what we would suspect? The North? Because aren't assassins normally from the Northlands? No, there's... There are a couple of... There's a, a guild in the Free Cities. And we heard that some people from the Free Cities may have hired someone... To do this, and there were those people who went into the Darkwood Forest who drove out all those creatures. Nonetheless, I heard that all of them were assassins. Nonetheless, she was the assassin was talking about are the person we're trying to hunt down. Those orcs didn't hunt down that town for for no reason. They were trying to make us slow down to stop. They were trying to slow it, us down. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> These assassins were trying to slow us down. So, Are there burial rites or burial practices for uh, enemies of the church? There are, but in this case here, um, these don't even warrant burning. They're to be left for Crows. Okay. I eat Bloodbeak. Oh yeah, Bloodbeak is, is has has already eaten his fill. I cut the little pieces of lead out of the bottom of the um cloak. 
So as you examine the cloak, you notice that the cloak actually has metal reinforcement. Um, it's got small bits of metal in the fabric itself, uh, but the metal is thin enough that the cloak could still be wrapped around the arm and act as a bit of a shield. Uh, this is a dueling cloak. You've heard of these before. Um, you could wrap this around your arm if you had nothing else, and the leaded weights could be act, could be used as a means to attack or distract, and the cloak itself would act almost as leather around your arm. Huh. Could it be fitted? To, well, it's pretty shredded at this point. Um, you could probably modify your existing cloak that you've already tailored to put the lead weights in, but the metal reinforcement, probably not. Hmm. I just take note of how it was done and okay. store that information away. Understood. And then I kick her as I leave and say, justice. And I wander back in. So you discuss a few more things and... Uh, Obviously, this evening has been uh, difficult. It's been several hours since um, you you all made camp here. It must be 2 a.m. at this point. Um, you continue to establish watches through the night. You take off your armor to dry your clothes. You dry your weapons. Do the best you can with the fire. You have managed to collect sufficient wood to keep the fire going all night. And uh, I assume that after four hours, Rowan, you'll stay up the rest of the night and keep watch while everybody sleeps yeah it's the least I can do since they were so helpful alright uh, morning comes quickly uh, and Rollin you realize that you've had four hours sleep but the rest of them have not so you let them sleep in you've had four hours of your meditation. It must be 10 o'clock. The sun's been up for several hours. By the time you wake them all, everyone gets the equivalent of five or six hours of sleep, give or take, maybe a little bit less, but it's enough to recover your spells. You'll be a little weary, but you'll suffer no specific penalties. Apparently, Udo is sleeping in a pile of refuse, as is Neris. I guess the broken rock and chunks of wall are very comfortable. The rest of you sleep by the fire, and everything seems fine by morning. Is anybody doing anything specific during the evening or anything specific in the morning before we get started on the next day? Learning spells. Morning prayers. Okay. Prepare your new spells, prepare your new prayers, your divine rituals, and note those on your sheet. And we will continue if there's no objections. Okay. By the morning, the rain has finally stopped. The ground remains wet, and the events of last night weigh heavily upon everyone. The rain has washed away the smell of blood and death from the night before. The cart path north, look you can see from the house, it's a muddy, muddy mess. You realize that you're probably a day or two away from Crowbar Swamp, and the land here is likely to become far more unforgiving. Based on what you were told back at the inn, Crowbar Tower is perhaps two and a half days ride north, and since you're not on horseback, it could take you three to four days to get there, possibly longer, given the condition of the roads. I Did anyone keep that note? With all of your names? I think... Who pulled it out of the boot? Gregora? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Gregora has the, the note with all of your names. Um, 
And also, if no one's taking those short swords, I'll take them for my um, spiritual sword. Perfect. So you already have three short swords on your belt. Um, they all have... There's four more here. Oh, wow. You're going to be pretty burdened down if you take four more short swords. Okay. So I wouldn't suggest it, but it's up to you. You certainly can. You'll just be heavily encumbered. No. Is anybody taking the elven dagger that has been corrupted by the Mark of Skos? I mean, I'd probably want to take it for my elves, right? Or would I not care? I don't know how elves feel. It's an ancient elven weapon. This would be a relic to your people. It's from a time well before you were born. And you realized this with your role last night using your, your lore skill. I mean, I guess it's the least I can do since I obviously have no information I can share with them right now. Okay. Just put Elven Dagger marked with the Skull of Skos on your character sheet. Okay. So I've got two short You're playing just to carry it, not to actually use it, correct? I don't want to use it. I've got two short swords and two blackened, or two blackened short swords and two blackened daggers. I don't intend to carry these short swords because they're not terribly useful to me. Does anyone want them? Otherwise, I'm going to just stash them here in this, uh, this building. Do we want to try to uh, scrape some of their goop off, see if there's any poison? Or is probably wasted wall, that suit and whatnot? It's pretty clear that the, the black on these weapons is not just to conceal them, it's also a contact, a slow-acting contact poison. Do we have the uh, empty potion bottle from the uh, cure poison that uh, we gave to Udo? You do. Yeah. Neris is going to try and scrape the short swords off into that uh, bottle. Um, between all the different weapons, you can scrape enough of the blackened lard and potential contact poison to partially fill the bottle. Nera seems very curious and content staring at this muddied bottle of who knows what. But for her, it's a clue that'll take her towards the uh, other assassins. Alright, I'm gonna stash these short swords just kind of in the detritus here. So none of our very weapons good. have gook on them anymore, right? And as far as we know, they're right. not poisonous. Correct. Okay. Great. Okay. As you begin to head out, you notice that some of the farmhouse rubble has washed away in the heavy rains last night. With the broken rubble moved aside, you can now see a set of iron-bound storm doors set into the ground. These dorms, doors seem out of place next to this simple building, and it's clear they were designed to be concealed. The iron is rusted and the wood has rotted. The rather large, complex lock is clearly broken, and several of the boards that make up the door are smashed. It would not be difficult to force these doors open to see what's below the farmhouse. Sunlight streams down through the cracks in the door, showing a glint of gold or perhaps silver below. Devo says, if we complete this job, we won't need to worry about gold or silver. This will just encumber us trying to get there. Udo's trying to reach down in and grab something, just like reach through the opening. Um, the glint of gold and silver is far is too far down. You see a set of stairs going down, and you can see the glint towards the bottom of the stairs. Gregora, Gregora, can you can you help me with this door real quick, just for a minute? Just I just want to check. I just need to check. Udo, you know that 
I know that if I help you open this door, all you're going to do is just run down into this dark place that's probably trapped with more people. Listen, I'm very quick, and I can see in the dark. It's really great. Listen. (laughs) No. Uh, Listen at the door. Make sure nobody's down there. Well, and I still won't let it. Let me just... There. I can check and make sure no one's down there. Real quick. It'll... I have an uneasy feeling about this. But it, I'll just go by myself. It'll be fine. No. <laughs> Nerys just starts pushing Udo away from the doors. Davos! Assassins pay Davos! more! Assassins pay more! We already have a contract. You're not going to fall down the steps and hurt yourself. We're not going to get paid for Why? this, obviously. You've wasted so much time at this point. We're not going to get paid. This money is here. Just so oh, get the money. We're not, hold on. Rollin will help Udo. Hold on. Before you help him, he says we're not getting paid, so you're all fine if I take Udo's cut, right? <laughs> My cut includes... Um, um, um. <laughs> okay, I'll take your cut and the portion that's owed to you as well. That's fine. Now you, go ahead. Go down there and see what it is. Well, why are you no, getting my cut? You don't get my cut. Because I take you your said cut. We're, you didn't let you me said have we're justice. not getting paid. Either you agree we're getting paid and we leave now, or you can go in the cellar and I take your share. Listen, we're not getting paid because this you all have taken time. too long to get here. While you're all arguing, Rollin has already said she's going to help Udo, so she's torn the storm doors open, and they're now lying open for Udo to go down. Udo runs down. Neris physically tries to stop him. <laughs> Dueling nope. decks. He dives. <laughs> Nine under. Uh, and a critical fail for Udo. So Udo, you said you were diving in down the stairs. I didn't fail, did I? It shows 20. a twenty. I see a sixteen. Peep oh, the shot. Oh yeah. Well, that sucks. All right. And I get your share. Cricket, are you... Uh, okay, so... Gregora and Ace, uh, sorry, Neris rather, have physically restrained Udo. Rowan, no one's paying any attention to you. What are you doing? Can I just quick, quietly just walk down the stairs? You can. So you all see, as you're, as you're wrestling with Udo, who clearly wants to go down there and get the shinies... <laughs> Rollin's kind of like, all right, whatever, and she just walks down the stairs. I know Rollin isn't giving up her share, so I'm just making sure Udo doesn't get whatever it is, because he already done got stopped in the back once when we let him go off somewhere. If you're going to ask me, I can tell you is, I don't really care much about my share. Is anybody going down there with Rollin, or is she going down there? Udo's clearly not, because <laughs> no one I allows Udo to get anything Udo. that he wants at all. Not just Neris or Davos, apparently, but... <laughs> I'm calling Devo out. says, "I can't, I can't have you going off on your own. We need to leave as soon as possible. We, we've spent too much time settling around and acting as patrols and investigators and adventurers. We have a mission. We have to get this done. Well, now Devo you have a mission. Now, now you have a mission, and you don't I have to. Hear you. Davos, you're talking to a torn storm doors because." Rowan's already yeah. gone now. I'm gone. I can't hear you. Now you have a mission. Before, you needed to help people. People who couldn't pay us. Couldn't pay us shit. And now, now we're here. 
days also, behind. You admit Aria, you still have you... a mission to get paid for. Arya, are you going down with Rollin? Um, well, I see that uh, Rollin slipped down, and I don't want her to go by herself. Um, so, yes, I will peek my head down, or I will start to slowly um, descend. Okay. You're going to tell Bloodbeak to stay, I assume, and you're going to go down the stairs, correct? Yes. Okay, very good. In the night, you have managed to teach Bloodbeak a couple of basic things he knows to stay and wait around for you, so he will do that. Okay, so you see Arya following Rowan down the stairs. So meanwhile, it sounds like Gregora and Neris are continuing Devos to restrain follows. Udo, and Davos is lecturing everybody about how they have to leave. <laughs> Davos, Davos is follows blind and hypocritical and... What a terrible Devos person. Devos follows people downstairs while lecturing them about how we need to leave. Typical follower of Vith. Can't see anything directly in front of him. Also, just absolutely a hypocrite. So, Davos follows them down, lecturing them as they go. Neris and Gregora, are you keeping Udo up, up top with you, or what are you doing? Yes, because Davos is going to get the other two and bring them back up, and we're going to go. The storm doors, so this is for Davos, Rowan, and Arya. The storm doors open into a crude set of stone stairs going down to the ground. Water has leaked into the space under the house, but the foundation and lower structure look sturdy enough. The floor at the base of the stairs is cobblestone, and the walls are made of fieldstone and mortar that has just started to crumble with age. It is clear this place is older than the farmhouse itself, as the rocks are a different shade of gray and partially moss-covered. The stairs go down about 20 feet, where a corridor starts that moves directly under the old building. It is clear the area has been sealed until recently. A single gold coin and two pieces of silver can be seen on the staircase towards the bottom. These coins are covered in dirt and grime and were likely dropped here many years ago. Gold coin. At the end of the stairs, you see there is a corridor and an opening. It seems to open into some kind of room, uh, a large square room, but it's dark and you can't see into it. Great. Since I'm the first one, I'm just going to go right into that square room. Is okay. it a square room? It's a large square room. Alright. And even if we did have time to explore this ruin, it's full... It's it's commoner space. There's nothing going to be down here. This gold coin is could be a trap. Could be anything from travelers. Can I hear, can I hear him or is he just yelling at clouds again? <laughs> Allow me to stop the creepy music. Oh, what? you mean but it's awesome. you mean Kel Ronan or? <laughs> you mean oh. Davos monologue? <laughs> so, if you don't mind me just RPing your character for a second, Rowan, um, you see something and you or not RPing? I'm just going to give you some some information. Go for it. It's all yours. No, no, I'm not going to play your character. I'm just going to give you information. You see something in this room. The The room is dark, so with your elven infravision, you can only see shades of heat. But there's clearly some kind of stone statue in the middle of this room, and it looks religious. Oh, I don't like this. Well, 
Luckily, I have religion lore. Do I know anything about this? You would need some light. Well, luckily, I am the master at light. Actually, I'll just bring out my continual light stone. Thank goodness, okay. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... I need to write this down here. Let's she see. casts fireball. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she light spell. She casts, like, floating flames, and they float around her head. Little circles of burning cotton. That's orbitals. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Alright, so this is what you see. Poor Udo's in the very back. <laughs> Don't mind well, me. Just the way it worked out. Well. Just Effectively, Grigora's back to... there. And Neris is back there as well. Where the hell is Neris? Thank you, Neris. And you are holding him, preventing him from going down. Although, he's dragged you kind of to the stairs and... Yeah. How Arya, Rowan, and Davos. He and Neris, who are probably stronger than Udo... I've got a very low center of gravity. But he's not uh, down the, the stairs. The lower one? Okay, so. You can see. Uh, so, Davos, you can see. The fucking stairs, goddamn. Creepy pit. Yeah, let's all go in it. That's fine. The stairs at the end in a short corridor that opens up to a large square room. This part of the corridor is granite and looks very sturdy. The light is dim, but you can see torches in some of the cobblestone walls that are not lit. Once continual lightstone is brought out, the light increases dramatically and you can now see the entire room. There are stone pillars holding up the ceiling and they have an oddly exceptional craftsmanship. And they hold up the room, which is some combination of granite stone slabs and large oaken beams that have been sealed with tar. This construction seems intended to last. As you move the light around, Rowan, you can see bones lying about a large central statue of a massive man with a diseased face wielding an axe. There is an iron bowl at his feet. To either side of the statue, you see what look like iron grates in the floor. You have to move the light around and move around the room to be able to see, since the columns in the statue itself block your view. At the far end of the room is what appears to be an iron-bound door. Hmm. So he's holding in his arm an axe, and in his other hand... He's holding a bowl, an iron bowl. And inside the bowl... There's nothing. Mm. But next to him, you can see uh, below him, much smaller, is the figure of a small woman looking up at him adoringly. And there is an inscription. Which reads? It's in common, and it reads, I walk with death and do not fear. Jeez, this is weird. This is blasphemy. This is This religion shouldn't exist here. This might lead we us. We burn the whole thing. Uh, okay. What about that iron door? Is it open? No, it's closed. Is it locked? Okay. So before we get to that, what are the people up top doing? You've heard Davos shout, "It's blasphemy! We burn the whole thing." Davos, are you shouting up top to anyone, or what's happening here? If anyone has torch oil, bring it down. Oh, we could just close the damn door. Nara shells from up top. 
The doors are torn asunder and they're open, so they can't be reclosed. They're too badly damaged. Not with that attitude! Throw it back in the pit and leave! It's all you need to do! We don't need to be going chasing this weird dark pit thing! No, we don't need to chase it. We just set it ablaze and walk away. You gonna, you gonna burn stone there, Skippy? <laughs> That's how they do it in Vith, don't well, you? Hold know? on, Udo, you, you don't even know what he's talking about because Gregora and Neris are letting you down here. I can see Unless the stone stairs. Yeah, they can hear That's him true. yelling. And I'm a gnome, stone and I itself. have an excellent ability to determine uh, underground constructions. Therefore, I'm actually, a... actually, Davos, you would know that if you want to destroy this, the perfect person to help you would be Udo. Woo! Udo, come down here. Let Udo down. Oh, we, we, oh, we destroy this place. oh! <laughs> It's Neris ignores Davos. <laughs> My time Neris, is high, and Gregor, one of the first times in her life, ignores Davos. Uh oh. I I'm going to charge and kneel to an assassin. I I'm going to run around and tell people to go ahead in the dark before me because I'm such a great leader. I I'm going to steer us into the rain. Wow! Don't, don't right. forget, we have a mission. We don't have time for it. Wait, never mind. I want Udo to come down here, and we can have a party. Yeah, Davos has such great ideas. Don't forget that time when he made us stop and and help those commoners who couldn't pay us. I didn't. You say. know, I can hear you. I'm right here, Udo. You don't need to yell. Yeah, but I want him to hear it too. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. What was that? He made us stop and help commoners instead of our contract. Yeah, you know the ones that couldn't pay us. Those ones. Roll it. Please make me a religion lore check. Hey! Gregor is going to be looking to the woods, trying to look for any movement she sees, in case anyone's going to pop out of the woods. There's no movement out there at all. So, Rowan, you realize this is a statue devoted to Skos and Skos's wife, Ket. The small figure looking up adorningly is his wife, and in the ancient Skos religion no longer followed, uh, the uh, the the devotion was spoken to Skos from his wife. I walk with death and do not fear. Death being Skos. Hmm. This is clearly a temple to the dark god of the un the of death and disease. Okay, I look to Davos and I say, Davos, this statue is of Skos and his wife Ket, and this the symbol. And I hold up the elven. Um, dagger. The symbol they inscribed on this matches who this is. Right, DM? Clearly. Correct. Gregora, you hear this, you hear Rowan say this, and religious fervor um, wells up within you. Ooh. Yeah! (laughs) There is... We should go down. Yeah! I'll wait with the bird. Oh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with you. I'll make sure that there's. I'll just make sure that the no, ceiling's you you good and safe. Well, no, you know, you don't want the ceiling to cave in on you. It'd be terrible. It'd really hurt your noggin. Gregor's going to leave Udo with Neris and go down. He'll be dead. So Bloodbeak looks around and looks very, very hungry and is eyeing both Udo and Neris. I fucking hate this bird. I fucking hate this bird. <laughs> Neris draws her sword. <laughs> So you realize that this this bird is friendly towards Arya, but doesn't think anything of the rest of you. 
And since Arya doesn't have it full, fully trained, it's standing there at the top of the stairs, looking down, wondering if it should fly up and then um, rip into your skulls. Fucking hate this bird. <laughs> and Arya isn't here to tell me to be nice to the creepy bird thing either. True. Udo draws the negotiator. <laughs> the bird just stands there. We hear there. these nu- these swords being drawn from downstairs. No, you're standing at the entrance down below, ranting N- Nerith, about you, how we need to take the place down. About, right, Neris, are you still physically restraining Udo? Very half-heartedly as I watch Gregora change her mind in, Oh, I also want to do not our mission that we already bloody agreed to. Do I hear you so, drawing your sword? Or are you no one hears it, the, sword, the sword's being drawn. Well, However, how do you Udo, think I draw my damn sword? Do you think I go, Oh, time for a loud sound effect as I am a Frenchman. No! Swing. Udo, nobody picked up the coins and Neris is barely holding you back. The coins are still there? <laughs> and the bird is here. The bird's above you, the coins are below you. Yeah, I'm running away. <laughs> and, you know, as Raylan reminds Davos that the sword, or the knife, has the same symbol of, Sco- of Skos as, uh, you know, has a symbol of Skos on it, he realizes that, as important as this is, it's been here for, you know, generations. And... We have we do have a time sensitive mission. We can we can collapse this this sinful temple on our way back through. Is is Udo down there yet? Yes, Udo's uh Neris, you're not really holding him back, right? So Udo's down there. You've picked up a gold coin and two silver coins. Sweet. Um Udo looks at the thing and says, Davos, I bet you can't pee in that bowl. I why are you so convinced about pee why are you so obsessed about me pissing? This, this Neris, are you coming horrible. down or staying up? What's the bird doing? The bird's just kind of hopping around at the top of the uh, stairs. <sighs> Neris is trying to close the doors. Kill the bird. No! You close the doors when you're down the stairs or close them at the top of the stairs? I'll be inside the hallway. The doors will be closed and the bird will be on the other side. Okay, you're in the hallway. The doors are closed, although they're they're badly damaged. You can kind of see through it. And then you hear the bird hopping on the doors. <laughs> and Neris will wait right here. Neris isn't going into the dark, creepy pit where, ooh, coins will jump into the death. Udo, but Neris is not playing huggy time with the bird either. Udo starts Davos kind of gets down off of his rant for a little bit. He, he's he's been sort of monologuing for a bit, and he's he's like, Gregora, <laughs> yeah. do we we what do your oaths say? We should we should. I know we need to take this place down. I agree, but we do need to chase these these villains first. So, Gregora, you sworn an oath to uh, destroy the Church of Skos to. Destroy evil wherever you find it. This place is clearly evil by by all accounts. You've also sworn an oath to hunt down these assassins. Now, if you delay, fulfilling the second oath will be more difficult. But if you leave right now, you are forsaking the first, first oath. So you have a problem here. 
you would need to either destroy this, taking the time to do so, purging whatever evil you feel is down here. Don't forget you have a detect evil spell or ability that you can use. If you do that, it will be that much harder, that much longer before you'll be able to track down the assassins. Or you can leave here forsaking your oath to destroy evil and have a better chance of fulfilling the new oath you've sworn to track down the assassins. One requires you to break an oath. One doesn't. I'll do the first option. Let's destroy this place. Udo looks around and says, well, there's there's these pillars, and if we knock them out, uh, this will probably fall in. Um, we should see what's through that door, though. It, you know, it might okay. not actually break that down. So Rowan says, I try the door in private chat. She goes over to this door. The door is locked solid. The moment she tries the door, Neris, you feel a rumbling all around you. I am Make so me a dex check. Bloody irritated. Did you fail? I matched. No, you matched. Okay, make me a d6 roll. Oh. All right. So, Neris, you tumble down the stairs as large granite blocks seem to fly out of the side, and then as you tumble down the stairs even farther, large granite blocks drop from the area above. They completely block the staircase making it impossible to get back up. At the same time, the entire group hears a hissing noise as clouds of gas begin emanating from the two grates, the iron grates next to the statue of Skos. Shit, shit, shit. Neris takes a deep breath and sighs. Thief, get over here. Unlock this door. Shit, shit, shit. Where's the door? Somebody put some blood in that in that uh, that that cup, and he's working on trying to um, up, pick the not, door. I will not allow anybody here to pre- perform profane rituals in service of the god Skos. So you all begin choking. You all begin choking on the air. The gas is filling the room quickly. What will okay. the blood do, Udo? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a death priest. Put it in the ball. <laughs> Everyone make me an intelligence check. Right. I'm under by one. You passed an area and you take a deep breath and you hold hold it. Despise buddy who fails to do that. At my, at my end. Anybody who fails to take a deep breath takes four points of damage from the poison gas. Did I pick that lock successfully? Yes. There is no lock. Some mechanism of the door. Hmm. There's no lock. Okay. 
I. Mm. All right. Um. Devos is going to. Uh, cast create water on the grate here, and then do the same thing on the grate there. Do you have two create water spells? Yes. Seriously, if I look at your sheet, you got—I don't mean to doubt you, but no, I just wow. have the one. Okay, so you cast one create water spell right here. Yes. Okay. Filling the um, causes the uh, poison gas to bubble, but it slows down the distribution of the gas. There is still gas coming through the other grate. Anybody who's not holding their breath takes two points of damage. Nerys looks around the uh, walls of the room. Hmm. Um, I just realized I'd been on mute. Um, oh. I would. I have a neutralized poison. It says I need to touch the poison. So because it's actually physically around me, is does that count? You wouldn't be able to touch the poison gas. You could neutralize the poison effect in someone, but you wouldn't be able to do anything to the gas itself. Someone can someone one of you uh who can use miracles, Arya, Gregora, or Arya Raylan. Call upon your gods to to grant you a blessing of water in these grates. Maybe we can slow this down. You're speaking and breathing in. You take eight points of damage. Poison. Um, and DM, can Rollin, she just takes off her cloak and puts it over it to see if that helps at all. (laughs) Puts it over the grate? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the poison continues to come up out of the iron grate. You would need to actually rip the iron grate off and put the cloak over the source of the poison, jamming it in here to prevent the gas from coming through. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Uh, Aria so is making a blessing, and she is creating water over a grate. Nice. Okay, Aria, yeah, you, have to, you have to breathe in and speak to cast this spell. You take five points of poison damage, but you create water over the grate, and the poison is still bubbling over the water created in both of these holes in the floor. You realize that the poison will continue, uh, but you've bought yourself some time. Nerys bleeds her arm into the bowl. There is still poison in the air as you're all breathing. Then um, you, you will continue to take some damage. So everyone, and now I think everyone's speaking will now take three more points of damage. And Neris, what are you doing? Bleeding my arm into the bowl like Udo told me to, because I don't like poison and I'm trapped down here. The rocks are blocking the path and that's the only thing I've heard to do because I sure as shit can't make no water. Okay, you bleed yourself for three points of damage into the bowl, filling it up. Um, it takes a significant amount of blood to do that, and you find yourself to be weakened, and immediately the poison stops, and the door next to Rowan opens. Um, who who looks like they're in pain or needs healing? Everyone's coughing and choking. Everyone is in rough shape, but Neris is probably the worst off. Okay. Udo as well. Um, where's Udo? I don't see him here. He's by the door. 
underneath Roland. There we go. Picking so, the lock. You would have taken a total of nine points of damage. Did you mark it off? No, I wasn't speaking. Yeah, he also made his oh, intelligence great. check. You did. You held your breath the whole time, and you can hold your breath for... Your con is what? Yeah, your con is high enough. You held your breath the entire time, and you were totally fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just put a pat tapping on the door, maybe, or something. But All right, very good. So yeah, Neris is in rough shape. Okay, I'll heal, heal Neris. Okay. Do you want me to roll? Yes, go ahead. It's a, it's a D8. Yes, or just use the spell on your sheet. That I know, I didn't have it up. It's faster. Okay, D8, and you get seven back, Neris. And you feel better, The you're no longer suffering from blood loss. You're doing okay. All right. What's the door I guess we probably should stop there, huh? Uh, we'll we'll do the the, the, the next room, but we're gonna stop in like two minutes, really quick. So right. you see a you see a corridor, and the corridor goes further into the complex. Oh, by the way, the the granite slabs that have locked you in here remain. At Damn the it! They did not open up, and you guys can investigate those if you want. But um, the blocks of stone appear to completely seal off the corridor that leads to the stairs up. There are small cracks where the 10-foot thick blocks do not completely seal against the granite sidewalls, but the gap is less than an inch. It would only permit something small to pass through, perhaps like a coin or two or a piece of parchment. The stone is very hard and appears to be pieces of solid granite that lowered from the ceiling and came in from the sides. The construction is impressive and out of place with the simple nature of the farmhouse. So I would highly recommend you examine that uh, structure next session. And then obviously you've got some more stuff in this room to look at. So I think we'll stop there. Uh, but I wanted to give you the situation. You have a corridor going to the west, and you have the staircase blocked towards the east. Any questions about the room itself? I assume you're going to search the skeletons and, and all that good stuff? Is the yeah. blood still in the bowl after all the uh, poison stopped? The blood is still in the bowl, yes. And both of the poison grates are filled with water. Neris doesn't know of all this ghost stuff and weird stuff. She just heard Udo tell her to bleed in the bowl and it made the poison stop. So there are several skeletons in here. Several are by the door. It looks like they're simple farmers. Some of them have shovels. They may have even dug their way down here at some point, but they look very, very old. The wood of the shovels is rotten. The shovels themselves are, are pitted with rust uh, and have basically rusted all the way through. The one skeleton that you're standing on, Neris, is a little stranger though. It is clearly the skeleton of some sort of warrior or mercenary, and it's wearing leather armor that even despite the age, seems to be incredibly high quality. Uh, it's a it's the skeleton of a man, clearly, or possibly a woman, uh, human by the looks of it, about twice your height, or more than twice your height, Neris. And um, there's a rusty short sword and a dagger marked with some kind of family symbol. Um, you also find on the skeleton a letter sealed in an iron scroll case. You best believe Nerus isn't leaving the skeleton without the leather and the uh, dagger to bring to uh, Arya. 
Okay, you grab the dagger. Um, it's like I said, has a family crest on the dagger. You don't recognize it. And then you have the letter in the scroll case. The scroll case, the, the wax seal on the case, um, on the iron case is broken open and you can see the letter inside. The parchment is old, but you can unfurl it and you can read it if you like. Well, now that's a... So, yeah, while this is happening, Davos is exploring using his archaeology skills to determine the age of the structure and how it was constructed to figure out if there's another way out. Okay, make me a quick archaeology roll. You got it. And, of course, it's asking for a modifier, isn't it? Nope. Yeah, no. Okay, you can tell this is easily a hundred years old or more. And you suspect it's been down here well before the farmhouse. You can't tell much about the construction, but someone came down here and built an intricate set of traps, some counterweighted stone slabs to imprison people down here. This place was constructed with some skill. The letter is a letter of Mark, Neris. You recognize it because you've had several in your time as a fighter. It's effectively a bounty. Neris continues to read it. It says, The holder of this mark is authorized to use any means necessary to pursue and capture Harbrin Wolf, a renegade student from Legus Arcana, enemy of the kingdom. Death of the renegade is authorized if necessary. Yvette Highgard, High Priestess of Vith in Vithir, AS 1303. Oh boy. I may be a side contract. And there is, uh, is tough tucking the letter into her pocket just in case she meets Three this wolf person. Old. And we are seven minutes over, so we're going to end it right there. You guys have gone to the entry room now. You're trapped in here. You've managed to basically stop the gas trap by putting blood in the bowl. Um, Udo, you realize that the bowl itself is simply a weight. Any fluid would have disarmed the gas trap because the bowl pushes down. I could so have done water could, in the dang thing. I told or you, you to. you pissed into it. <laughs> but either way, uh, in the meantime, Neris has uh, has clearly sacrificed her blood to Skos, which has both Gregora and Davos feeling a little apprehensive right now. Well, Neris is certainly breathing a lot easier over it. Haha. <laughs> Indeed. That's it for the World of Cosplayers podcast. Please tune in for more of our live play sessions. 